Hello and welcome to show 62 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 62. You know, 62 is the station that George owns in UHF. U62. What the hell is UHF? What's UHF? It's Weird Al's movie. You don't know that? Nope. Should I? Yes, it's an awesome movie. Wheel of Fish! Uh, Yeah. Sorry about anyway, that. moving on. Sorry. Help. Mm, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I thought I could hear crickets for a second there. <laughs> There's no crickets here. <laughs> Definitely not. Shut up, crickets. He's pretty quick, isn't he? He's he is big, quick. Oh, it's impressive. He's quick tonight, Duke. He's going to be quick with our side effects. It is. That was impressive. It was, he's going to be, gonna be slick. It was almost like it was planned. It was almost like it was planned. Black. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Oh, that's you. Uh, yeah, we've got Chini here. Oh, yeah. Chini. Fucking Chini. hell, place Come to be. Huh? Come on. Come on. Chini here. Chin. What? Chini. Yeah, I want a big, big one. What a fight to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we should mention, we should mention, um, you're going to your awards ceremony tomorrow, aren't uh, you? That's, is that, that correct? Yeah, I was reminded about that last night. That's funny. That's yeah. funny. Um, so can I ask, do you know in advance who's won or do you only find out it's on the night? Fixed. <laughs> no, um, no, I don't know. So you don't know. So you're going there completely like, ooh, it might be you. It could be you or me and Stu <laughs> playing. <laughs> Getting uh, awards. And it's true. And it's true. Is that the kind of thing that you think you might be into? Uh, yes. So, no, I don't know who who's won. Well, I do. It's not going to be me. It's going to be the, the other video. Um, but well, The swimming one. The swim- yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, that, that, that'll win, I think. It's, it's the better video. I'm not, that's not me being like, oh, I'm honest. Oh, it'll never be me. No, no. I looked at that video, and it's way better than mine. So. I don't know whether it's way better, but it is better. It, yeah, it is better. It and is I, better. I will openly admit that. And I will say that to the team. I will... The people who made it, when I meet them, and I will say that to the other people's videos. I'll say, yours is not going to win, theirs is going to win, um, and I'll be right. And then yeah. I'll, yeah. you know, cry. Or, or if you do, like, horrible histories at the Comedy Awards, you can look shocked when you win. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> what, me? <laughs> you never know. Just do a Liam Gallagher and give the award to some bloke at the front of the game. <laughs> uh, and then get so. God, Liam Gallagher. Yeah, so I, I don't think it's you know it's a free it's a free uh, it's all paid for train hotel it's quite nice I guess isn't it? Oh, that's nice. Yeah, isn't it? It's a day out in London. <laughs> you know. Oh, lovely, lovely. Hey, video games. Video games. Yes. Uh, I, did I introduce you? I don't know. He, he played a soundbite. No. Bite. No, I didn't forget it. But you'd already played a soundbite. You see, you're throwing me off now. Um, but yes, we've also got Duke here. Have you been watching it? Have you been watching Final Jacker? 
I've been seeing YouTube videos. I, I don't know that I've seen the actual show, but I think there's three seasons of it, and then there is uh, Face Jacker, where the actual yeah. man dresses up yeah. as his character. So Raw Finch has been like, you gotta check it out. I've been watching some; they're pretty funny. So cheers yeah, to him. Good. Yep. So and I've been listening to some stuff as well. <laughs> Okay, I what? love. I love uh, that. That's a video where that 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 guy dresses as uh, you know the, the the saxophone player from the George Michael song and just walks around public places, right, dude? And he, I admire that because when they when they first come on, they kind of look look a couple of his, hipsters, and I'm like, oh, here we go, yeah. right? Uh, but I really admire that man's persistence. Like people, people like he's playing it in the mall or wherever in the street, and security always go up to him and he's like. Dude, can you can you? And he doesn't say a word. He just <laughs> communicates. He just keeps the phone. And he just uh, and the, he goes into the classroom one time. The woman's like, "Excuse me, could you please leave my classroom?" And he responds with, <laughs> and he goes forward. He actually progresses. He goes. He to just the, keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. I really it's a perfect loop for that because it just keeps going and going. He's guts. I really. He's guts. He's got some balls. Him, he's playing to a baby right now. Yeah, my favorite part of the video. He's playing to a baby a right now. Part. Oh my god! Um, I'm gonna test. Uh, I'm the daddy, by the way. I should do that, I guess. Uh, but yes, I'm. I'm gonna test you, Connie's soundboard and how fast he can pick up <gasps> sound by now. He's gonna get a bit of a test. Uh oh. Okay, you ready for this? You ready? ready? I think. Uh, yeah. So I've been watching a film this week. I've been watching a film oh. with Millie. Now you know how badly it went with Star Wars. Tried to get her to watch Star Wars, and she was all like, uh, "This is boring and rubbish." <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. So I thought I'd try another classic old film this week and see how that went, because it was raining, and I said, oh, let's watch a film. Uh, so we watched The Princess Bride. Yes! Ah, yes. <laughs> now, you see he's delaying now to try and find the clip I think he's yep. going to find. <laughs> oh, I don't have any Princess Bride clips. What? You well, not... wait, maybe I have one somewhere, because I used one once upon a you time, did? and then it was like, oh, I, thought you'd I don't know it. where that is. I don't know what I called it. Oh God! I was expecting you. Come yeah. on! I was expecting goodness. Then I was expecting goodness. Uh, like... You're gonna have to give me a little bit. Anyway, I'll talk a little something. bit about it. Let's see if you can find it. I'll talk about it anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's a and... video game podcast, everyone. Welcome to the show. And... <laughs> she liked it. She liked it. Yeah, yeah. of course yeah. she liked it. Everyone likes that movie. And I've forgotten how young Fred Savage looked in that. Oh man, he's a wee lad. He is, he is. But it was good, it was funny. We had a lot of laughs. Uh, especially the bit where they roll down the hillside. That's probably the funniest bit in the film, I reckon. No, that... What is that? It's just oh, slapstick, it's funny. Funniest bit in the film. You know, when he rolls... And then she jumps after him, come on, it is funny. Look, no, the best that, part of the film funny. is... And, and the, the most important lesson is never engage in a land war in Asia! Ha <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he gets poisoned, that is. I uh, is is that the same film where like he po- he poisons the drink, but he poisons them both? Yeah, that, yeah. Sorry, that okay. Up a national, well, that national that bit, Duke has just done the end of that bit. Yeah, I was just oh yeah, I was wondering if that was the right. Nice. Yep, uh, yep, yep, yep. Anyway, so yes, that was no the... Duke, nothing, no nothing. I don't know where it is. Oh, Jesus, I thought we get YouTube up. Yeah, I was thinking we'd have the the clip of the Spaniard, you know. 
one of his famous lines. That's probably what I used. It was. But I'm guessing. Oh, dead air. Anyway, yeah, so. Uh, wait, 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 wait. We didn't fall? Inconceivable. You keep using the horde. I don't think it means what you think it means. Classic. Yeah, that's not it. Uh, okay. That's a good line, though. Yeah, but that's not the line. It's... Inconceivable. Inconceivable is one of the lines. Yeah, but it's not the line. See, but... the Duchess is yelling it from the other room. No. Bored. Yeah, but anyway, moving on. Uh, right. I, I thought we'd actually start with an email this week. We've got an email. Start. Oh. We, we're now starting. What ten minutes in? Now we're starting. Ah, uh, you know how it is. Uh, but yeah. Oh wait, wait, wait. Here we go. Oh, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. That is the that line. Like... <laughs> yeah, it's a great line. That is the line. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, uh, yes, an email. We have an email that actually I forgot to read last week, so I was a bit. Oh, great! I know, I know. Uh, but yes, here we go. Are you ready for this? Here we go. I'm ready. Wait, uh, you on drum roll. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we can have one. Here we go. Here we go. Hi, veteran gamer guys. Here's Hi. Uh, sending lots of love your way. Righty. Oh. oh yeah! Just wanted to say a big thanks to Chini and to preach to the world what a great guy I have. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. He bought Need for Speed Hot Pursuit so we could play it together when I was down for the weekend. Yeah. But we didn't have time, so he gave me his spare Xbox to take back up north with me, along with NFS because he knows how much I love it. When I finally got around to setting the Xbox up, I actually fought back the tears. Fought back, t- she fought back real tears. Aww. Wait, she. Well, why? Why? Well, yeah. Well, you didn't think it was his boyfriend, did you? <laughs> yeah. yeah I anyway, did. Uh, as I realised, we failed to pack the controller. Sad oh, face. No. Sad face. Sad face. Yeah. He has now put it in the post. Next day delivery, and I will soon be a happy ballet bunny. Thanks, Ginny. Love you long time. Free kisses as well. No. How about that? Ten gamer score. Good boyfriend. There you go. There you go. He is uh, a good boyfriend. She loves you. <laughs> a minute. She uh, loves you. Or he, she loves you, yeah. Uh, You're rubbish. Like I said, now we got to get uh, your lady to write in, Stu, and the Duchess to write in. I know. But really, really, how rubbish are you not making sure she had the controller in the first place? Dude, it was a rush. Rubbish. Well, you've been taking drugs. <laughs> oh, dude, it was a rush. <laughs> oh, love, he is on a I drug. Love... It's called Charlie Sheen. <laughs> I love packing, man. It's just a rush, you know. I just get up and go. I got one speed, one gear. Go. Yeah. Unplug this bastard. Guess... Can't handle it. <laughs> I'm guessing that's why you forgot the controller if you were like, you know, like drugged up and stuff. Yeah. Just fill up like... with tiger blood and Adonis DNA. <laughs> I was gonna. I went to the post office to post it. Uh, uh well, what else would you do? And then I. I... I went next day delivery because like she had a day off the next day, and uh, and it was a Saturday the next day. Twelve quid. I was like, what? Quid? How heavy was it? God love us. It's a controller. Jeez, maybe she have sent it without batteries and made her buy some. That would have like lessened the weight. I said in parts. I said <laughs> all apart. Fix it together. You could have dismantled it. You know, yeah. here's a thumbstick. I'll send you the rest tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, is it going online? Just work out and put it together. Anyway, games. Have we been playing any? Uh, yes. Yeah, Chini, we'll start with you tonight. What have you been up to? Well, 
No, just suspense. Uh, right. Well, okay. Let me look at the list of games that I've been playing. Hang on. No, stop, Duke. Stop. I quite like hey, what, that, actually. It was nice. What, what Duke was playing there that, that he was a bit premature on? Adam? <laughs> yeah. I'm off first. His way. wife says that all the time. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Uh, you can see the disappointment behind the smile. Right, so... Uh, <laughs> now, I've been playing a game called Rogue Warrior. Yeah. Now, before we start, I knew this game was terrible. <laughs> I knew that it had a 28 uh, score on Metacritic. <laughs> 28. I, I knew it, was, it wasn't very long. Right. <laughs> so I played the game, expecting these things. The shooting is horrible. The cover system doesn't work pretty much because you hide behind stuff, and they shoot. It's a first-person shooter, by the way, but you just have a, it swaps into third-person when you're in cover. Uh, and, but when you're behind cover, nope, you still get hurt. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, the AI is stop where they are or charge. Right, there's nothing else. They don't do anything else. Um, and it's about three hours long. <laughs> Actually, can I just? While you're talking of length of games, Homefront apparently is about five hours long. Have you heard that? But I'm sure in Homefront they didn't have six actors. <laughs> we don't know yet. We haven't got it, have we? I guess. Sure. Every time in Homefront, when you reload and then go to cover, you have to reload again. Do you know what's also <laughs> funny about Homefront? You know what's also funny? There's DLC available on the PlayStation Store now, and the game isn't out. What's all that about? <laughs> what is that? I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, it's just weird. So it's like DLC for a game that, that hasn't come out so, yet. PlayStation's so good, man. We got, like, you know, DLC before the game comes out. Shit. Balling. Yeah, baby. Yeah, very funny. Anyway, Rogue Warrior, come on. So why is it so bad? Winning. So it's <laughs> it's awful because it's awful, right? It's just, it's, yeah, <laughs> poor mechanics. Um, I have, but, uh, What I loved about the start was, like, you start off in a helicopter, and he's introducing these two guys, and he spends quite a while, well, not quite a while, let's say, like, a couple of minutes on these two guys he's sharing a helicopter with. He's saying, like, they're the badasses, and I've been with them for ages. They die, like, in the first two minutes. Funny as hell. I thought that was hilarious. Right. And then, I mean, all through the game, uh, it's voiced, the main character is voiced by Mickey Brook, right? Really? And, Yes, yeah. and um, all through the game, he's saying some weird shit. And like, the, the, probably the, the the one good thing about the game is, like, as soon as you go close to an enemy, you press A and you do this like brutal kill where you stab him in the balls or whatever. And, just, <laughs> okay. right? and um, you know, and you could basically go through the whole game just running up to people, pressing A. That's it. Is it you is it mature to... then in that case if you can no. stab? Did someone you go in back to uh, dead to rights? <laughs> yeah, it's just not mature. Um, and it's, I think, I've got a theory about this game. I have a theory. How old okay. is it, by the way? How old? I think it was last year or the year was before. Was it? Was it before Mickey Rourke got famous again? Do you think? No, I think it's well. I think it was after he got famous when he got yeah. big. Like yeah, like when he got big again. When he that. did the wrestler, etc. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Just, Looking at uh, how old it is, but it's it's not very old. I'm pretty sure it was like a year or two. Uh, okay, yeah, d- December 2009. So it's not that old. Um, yeah, and I've got a theory. Now it's made by uh, Rebella Rebellion, right? Yeah, and they're from Oxford in the UK. They're a British game developer. Now, British game developers have quite a good sense of humour. 
And I think, because this, this game was originally being made by Zombie Studios, but they went under and then it got passed on to Rebellion, and they was like, shit, we've got to make something from this. And they, they've come up with the, the, the idea of, let's make a game just so we could have a good song at the end. Let's see how, many to, how, how much weird shit we could get Mickey Rourke <laughs> to say, and then we'll just make it all rhyme, and when the person finishes the game, they get to hear this song. What Duke's gonna play? But if ninja style, I'm gonna bring it to him. I'm gonna show him what time it is. Good spot to bring the noise. Ah. You morons will love this. Hope your assholes like fireworks. Boom! Oh. Fucking cops get in my way. No surprise, motherfuckers. Happy fucking birthday. That's right, Nagy, now you sweet piece of shit. Enjoy the ride, cocksucker. Have a nice trip. Boom time, baby. Trick or treat, it's like a party. Come on, I got places to go, people to meet. Assholes are everywhere. Fuckers are out in force. Hi ho, hi ho, this fucker's gonna blow. Anytime, anywhere, any place. So, I Stay think. classy. I think. They made the game purely just to make that song, all right? And then they came out of the recording session with Mickey Rourke, and they went, did he, do, did he say all the weird shit? He said every <laughs> fucking one. What? He just wants that check, all right? Because that's all he says all the way through the game. Those are real clips that Mickey Rourke says while shooting people and stabbing people in the balls throughout the game. He goes, Suck my, put, put your mouth around my balls, you fucking motherfucking cover." <laughs> Cummy fucker, right? And he's he's, he's just non-stop of that. Can I think um, he's becoming surface lizard? Hello, darlings. <laughs> right. Uh, he swears so much now. He's For that reason, <laughs> I quite like the game. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, I know it's awful. I know it's terrible. I know it's awful and terrible. And I know it's awful. But, you know, I'm never going to play it again. I would, if I was to review it, I would give it a one star. It's, it's, it's a bad game, but it, it made me laugh. And the brilliant thing about it, which is another reason that supports my theory, why they want you to hear the song, when you play a multiplayer game, which I did get into, by the way, it took a while. All right. Yeah. They. How many uh, people were in the in the lobby? Three. <laughs> and one one guy was achievement horn. Right. <laughs> Right, so I, I I was in the lobby and you know shot oh, come people. On. Two guys were achieving the horror and you were just playing it. I was just like whatever. Um, and so I was playing it and it, it worked okay, I guess whatever. And then you come out and when you finish the multiplayer game, the credits come up. How many times do you fi- imagine finishing <laughs> the game multiplayer? Yeah. And the credits come up. Right? Look, did you see this song that we made? What, this the is full the credits. The full credits come up when you finish a multiplayer game. What? What, between every every round, every match? Every, every death match, yeah. That's just weird. That's really bizarre. That's Which is why I seriously think they made the game just so they could make this. <laughs> Oh my god! They are British too. I wouldn't put it past them. That song is quite cool. It's it's got a good vibe going on. It's the best thing about the whole game. Chilled. Yeah. Chilled. It's like it's like one of those songs, right? When you're listening to it, and it sounds a bit, you know, like some really smooth black. The next time, uh, I reckon. The next time you want to kind of, you know, get it on. 
Change the mood. Yeah, yeah. but it's like it's you're play it. Let's let's set the scene, all right? Yeah, and we can the lights, bottle of wine. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Get it on. Let's hear it. Anytime, anywhere, any place. Big names. Yeah. And then I'll be there getting it on, and then Kay will go, "What did he just sing?" <laughs> <laughs> put the ball, put my mouth through. What the so, yeah, uh, it spoiled classy. the mood. It, it, it made the mood and then spoil it as soon as he starts singing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, my so, God. That's what I think that game was made for. I have also oh my God. been playing Undead Nightmare. Oh, I love that. Red love- Dead Redemption. Now, I am a massive Rockstar fan. You are. I am a massive Red Dead Redemption fan. You are. Yes. And I do I do like this DLC. Um, But I was... Not disappointed. I was just shocked at how short it was. Yeah, it's still about seven hours, I mean, six, seven hours. I don't know. I just kind of expected a little bit more story from it. I'm not. I don't know. I mean, it was only was it only eight hundred points though, wasn't it? No, well, it could have been. It could yeah, have been. I mean, that's cheap DLC compared to other DLC yeah, you get. It is, for the same it, is a it is a great, great DLC. Yeah. Now going to why it is in a bit, but like I, I, I was, I was just like, oh, is this, is this last mission? Bloody hell! Like maybe it's because I love it so much, and I just kind of, I, I, I played it, and I played it in pretty much one play for it. But you wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't want it to go on for about ten hours in Mexico, no, again, would you? No, 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 no. But like I just kind of expected a little bit more from it, maybe just because it, it was bringing up a lot of old characters, and I really like that. Um, and I was expecting just to see a few more. Uh... I, the Seth was just brilliant in it in this in this DLC. I thought Seth was excellent. Well, it, it, it suited it, did it? Because it did. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. So it, it was, I mean, he it, wanted to spend all his time with dead people, and now he's got dead people who are yeah. sort of well, alive. He was dancing with them. And yeah. Stuff, so. He loved it. Uh, it, it, it. It is very good, and it's it when you when you play Mafia Two DLC, and it's just a, 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 a picture and some text to set the mission. You, you you appreciate a cutscene because you know it has to be animated and voice acted and all this. So it, I, I do I do think it's great. Uh, I just kind of thought, oh, bloody hell, it's ended. I, I think that's because I just I just did a speed run of it, like not not intentionally. I just love it, you know. And I was like, oh, I want more, I want more. Um, I so, I found it not that it felt short, but it felt the ending was abrupt. Is what I thought. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I think yeah. it, it, it wasn't that it was short, but it was like it just suddenly it was the end, and I was like, yeah. huh, that's the end. Huh. Yeah. Because usually, I think Rockstar used kind of lead to the end. You know, you get you get like a feeling that this is the end, and you know, I don't know, whatever. But what I do like, which is super rare in any medium, any story, is you get you get a, a, a story and some characters that you love, and they're, they're, they're you know they're they're very serious, and their story and the world they're in is very serious uh, sometimes in Red Dead Redemption's case, and. They they're just placed in this ridiculous situation, but they they've take. I, I love the fact that Rockstar have really they they went for it. You know they they just said, what would the real John Marston do if there were zombies? That's that's it. That yeah. that's been the whole pitch, and there's nothing else. Yeah. They're not trying to be too clever with it. They just said, what all these great characters that we spent years making, what would they do? What would they do in a zombie apocalypse? You know, it's interesting. What would what would characters in a in a soap opera do if in a, in a soap in a zombie apocalypse? You know, what would the characters from Inception do in a zombie apocalypse? It's it you don't get it anywhere else. It's, what would I mean? For instance, uh, this year, what would the characters from Yakuza uh, do in a zombie apocalypse? 
But the thing is, <laughs> we're talking about good games. <laughs> Look, it looks interesting. Yakuza, no, the ad. I'm, I'm... <laughs> Zombies, you say? Um... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's but in your I, mind. It's I'm not going to judge Yakuza or anything. Cause it's it's not it. But um, it's, it is a rare thing. And I, I think they, they did it so well. And it's such a gift for people that love the game. And it's like, we're never going to release anything for this game again here. And it's just, we, just let's see this ri- ridiculous situation pan out. I would love, you know, like zombies in Coronation Street for a night. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Just for a night. You know, and I think that the, the, the Big Brother thing that um, Charlie Brooker wrote. Oh, that's uh, excellent, that. You know, just yeah. the, the, people like kind of want these things, like you know, ridiculous situations happening yeah. to normal people. It's 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 a, a zombie game uh, in one of the best. Davina uh, McCall as a zombie was just class. <laughs> well, going back to Red Dead Redemption, an open world western game. Yeah, a good open world western game was a was rare. In fact. There wasn't one, really, apart from Gun, before Red Dead Redemption. And uh, an open-world cowboy game, Western, with zombies in it, is completely rare. Like, it, it's never, ever been done. So it's it's an original concept, and I, I just loved it. I thought it was great. Um, yeah, but it did end quite, a, you know, abruptly, and I was like, ah. But I've still got some things to do. You know, I could, I could take over some towns again, and... Um, yeah, I get some. I got a couple more horses and stuff to get, and things like that. So, yeah, it's good though. I think it's a really nice piece of DLC. It, it is. is. It is. It's a. It's a tribute to the fans. I think it's just like thanks for buying the game. Here you yeah. Go. They, I mean, they did a good job, and I think other developers should take note of what DLC should be like. You know, that's what yeah. we expect. Yeah. yeah, especially like that. What if it's your last DLC? You know, this is your. This is your signing off. Why not? Why not just? kick the chair on the way out and disrupt a few things, you know? And just... Better than a horse Does John kick a chair on his way out? Uh, no, but he does, he, you know. Yeah, it's like it's like smash up the guitars on the stage, isn't it? I do I do like the very, we won't spoil it because it spoils the main game as well, but uh, I do like the kind of thing they do at the very end as yeah. well. Yeah, that's uh, pretty good. That's also like a nice like little surprise as well, so that's fun. I like that. It's good. It's good DLC. Uh, so, Jude, what have you been up to? What have you been? What up? have I been up? What haven't I been up to? That's the question. Oh my goodness, so many things. Um, Black Ops. I've been playing the single player of Black Ops. Ah, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. About time. How long have you had the game for? Uh, a while. Yeah. Why? I just wanted a big rush to hear my impressions of it. Oh, just... oh, I was. Yeah, I was. Yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. Just uh-huh. taking you a long time to get around to playing the single player. That's all. So I'm just saying. It's just so... saying. So get just saying. You for no reason. Just saying. Just saying. It was just a comment. Yeah. Observation. What? <laughs> he didn't get shit hard time. And when did Rogue Warrior come out? When did Undead Nightmare come out? Why do I get the bollocking? But Ginny hasn't owned Rogue Warrior since 2000. Oh, please. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> uh, the, 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 what? Yeah, what? Why? <clears throat> These are the reasons I like the game or what I have to say about it. Um, there's It does a good job of making you sort of, you know, tensely going through corridors and fighting people, and then suddenly you find yourself on a moving truck uh, blasting uh, enemies with a machine gun. That's very rewarding. It's kind of like what I wrote about Fear 2, yes. when you're, like, that, very yeah. nervous and tense, and then suddenly you're unstoppable. <laughs> It's a little, it's That's a, a little, good feeling. 
It does, I think Fear 2 does it in a more extreme way, but yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But I think a number of games realize that it's a nice way to give the player a release after that, like, tense period of time. Yeah, unless, um, it's, unless it's Call of Duty 2, where you're trying to control those stupid tanks. Yeah, and then it isn't a release at all. It becomes even more frustrating. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, ah. The game jumps around a lot, but it still has a number of points where it's like, you're, it's boring. You're just walking around with your, you know, friend or whatever. And I was like, that's dumb. Why don't they jump past this part if they're going in and out of his torture hallucination? Ah, what do the numbers mean, Mason? What are the numbers? It's like, I, I don't I'll, All I remember is this time me and my buddy walked for two miles in the desert. Tell us about it, Mason. How many grains of sand were there? Anyway. Uh, we have all this Valkyrie technology, is... but we can't work out what the numbers mean. <laughs> we want to win the lottery, Mason. Uh, so is it is it like other Call of Duty games where it's from different people's perspectives? It, it is and it isn't. Well, I'm only uh, halfway through, but yeah. it's, it's all one person's point of view. But then you get a flashback about a different person which from the, the dude rules. who's being tortured. <laughs> which breaks the rules of the... So how does he know about that then? Because exactly. he's his friend. Uh, he told him about it or something. I don't know. Does it matter? I'm just Does the story even matter? No. Um, the Valkyrie missile is cool. I am not going to lie. That's a really cool weapon. And what you use it for about a third of the way through the game, that's wicked. I really like it there. So, um, yeah, what that was really fun. Do? What, what were you talking about there? The Valkyrie missile. I can't. I don't, I don't. There's a thing where... Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> like anyone the bothered. Russians are launching a rocket, and you have to take the rocket down with a Valkyrie missile. So you're uh, basically uh, knocking the rocket out in midair, and yeah. it's really cool. I love it. Yeah. So. Um, you know, when you first show up in Vietnam, what are they playing? Yeah. Excuse me. There were other songs that were popular at the time. Every game is Battlefield Vietnam and Black Ops. Now, here's the thing. Everybody got so sick of hearing about uh, the torture. They're not torture, but the, the no Russians level where you're going around. Maybe you kill. Maybe you don't kill innocent civilians. In this game... You have no choice but to put a piece of glass in this guy's mouth and then punch him in the face. You have Ooh. to do it. Wow, that's horrible. That's messed up. But, no, but I mean, is he, can it. I ask you, is he an innocent civilian, though? Oh, yeah, you'd be torturing an innocent civilian. That well, makes that's why no one bothered. You'd be torturing an innocent <laughs> civilian. Look, you, you've got to remember, right, violence is fine as long as it's supposedly a Yeah, it doesn't matter what you do to a person who might know something. Yeah. You, they're not people if they know they don't something. Care. I mean, God oh. love us. In you know, in Splinter Cell Conviction, you were smacking people's faces into urinals and doing all sorts of horrible stuff. I to wasn't because I didn't play that. Game. Yeah, but nobody bothered about that either. There are no Russian levels because it was supposedly innocent people in an airport. There you go. That's that That's twenty-four why. mindset. Like, there are no innocent people in wartime. <laughs> exactly. Um. Yeah, uh, but the last thing that annoyed me was I don't disagree, Duke, but. Duke, but, but, cool. It's but, cool, though, isn't it? Cool. <laughs> it's very mature. It's a mature thing. Very yeah, mature. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. thing that bugged me was that on a number of occasions, the game did not realize that I was at the checkpoint. So it was like, you have one, you know, point one meters left to go. No, I don't. I have no meters left to go. I'm jumping up and down on the spot. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was like, what? And then like it would catch up later, and I was like, what is that about? Come on, man. God, there's nothing worse to take out a game than jumping up and down on the spot. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's what I did in Vietnam, right? Yeah. 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 So anyway, I mean, overall, it's a fun yeah. little first-player game. Whatever, I don't mind, but it's not game of the year. I don't think I liked it as much as you did, Chinny, but whatever. Yep, yep. It's, it's exactly fun. what I thought it would be, a first-person shooter. And, it's a eh. fun roller coaster. It, it's, it is. It is a yeah. fun roller coaster. Yeah. It, it's taking itself a little too seriously, I think. But oh, whatever. yeah, it does. Totally. Speaking totally. of games that take themselves a little too seriously, I've also been playing Vanquish. Oh, that definitely takes itself seriously. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, the thing of it is this. It's a really fun game. I'm really having fun with it. I like the mechanics, rolling yep. around, and, you know, you got plenty of ammo. Yay! Um, but it's such a Japanese game. Like, oh, yeah. The first time you see... First of all, okay, you're a super awesome, amazing elite soldier, and you look like you're maybe 17. You're being aided by this computer genius lady who looks like she's 13. And the first time you ever see her, the camera's literally on the floor looking up her skirt. And you're like, what is that? Japanese. Give me a break. Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah. happened. Oh. Okay. I nearly, I, can I say, I nearly bought this today because it was on. It was at a shop to her Amazon. It was like 10 quid. Well, you know, I got it through Gamefly, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. It is a fun game. But yeah. I really, the cutscenes are so damn long. If I want to watch a movie, I'll watch a movie. Yeah, it's Japanese. <laughs> also... Russians? Really? Really? Sega? Is that really what you can come up with? Yeah. Ubisoft hate the Mexicans and Sega hate the Russians. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sounds fast. Come on. Russians? Really? really? That's exactly what happens. It's like if the Byzantine Empire is going to come back and get us. Ah, here they come again. Ah. It's ridiculous. Um, also, he's smoking on a space station. That makes sense. Sure. Why not? <clears throat> You know, there's no liquid oxygen being pumped in. You can just smoke all you want. Well, what I love about that, that the, the the start is like you see that massive guy, and, you, and he, like he just basically tries to fight you, and then you go, "Come on, let's go on a mission." You know, it's like what exactly? What the hell? It's the same thing in uh, you're fighting your dad in Dead to Rights Retribution. There's a hole ripped in the side of the ship, and three seconds later, some emergency door appears right in that spot, and then the vacuum hole is gone. What is that? That's very coincidental that it happened to rip a hole right where that security door is. That's very lucky for us. Uh, the, uh, what? what I think, there's two levels of taking it seriously. I think I said this when we talked about the game. There's Either the game takes itself seriously and is the de- are the developers taking it seriously. Now, the game takes it seriously, but the developers, I don't think, are taking yeah, it Yeah, that's probably fair. I just wish that they'd cut those cutscenes down. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're impressive, don't get me wrong. They're action-packed and they're exciting, but after about a minute, I'm like, come on, I want to play some more. I don't want to sit. And I could just skip it, but then I'm like, I won't know what's going on in the story because it's such an important story. Uh, But the music, the graphics, the gameplay, it's a lot of fun, and, you know, you're just wasting wave after wave of these robots. So what's not to like, you know? It's a really cool game. Yeah. It has it's, it go. has some great moments in it. Like yeah. you know like there's there's certain parts where you're like on a kind of like a rail, like a train thing and there's there's some really uh clever stuff going on. And I, I think I haven't done much on a rail, but there's there's well you kind of look on a train thing and you you're kind of upside down at some points and it's nope, it's really done it It's 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 clever stuff, you know, but I, I just think uh yeah, it's it's just a fun game and you know, if you don't take it too seriously, you'll have fun. 
also the first huge robot that you fight keep moving around it all the time for about i had to fight it like three times and i was just staying on the little platform where you start out and i kept getting obliterated i'm like what's going on and then i realized oh you have to go down the stairs and around it and then keep moving so you're always behind it so he can't launch 700 million rockets at you and uh, it was a bit insane. I'm always, you know, you know. Sometimes you, come, I'm surprised what you like because a game that I don't think you'll probably like, you like, and then a the game I think you might like. Totally, this is totally up to extreme. Yeah, but he Absolutely. doesn't like Japanese games or not yeah, Japanese. But it, yeah, but have you played games, anyway. I haven't. I played the demo. There you go. Because I mean, it's it's Japanese, but like, I mean, I don't like Japanese games, Stu. And I, I like some like Japanese games. Yeah. I like Street Fighter. I like uh, yeah, Mario. They're, they're, yeah, but they're the like recognized ones, aren't they? That everybody likes. Whatever. Oh, You're right. Oh, I don't like bizarre, weird, freak yeah. Japanese games. But this is, it is weird. Vanquish is weird. You know who else doesn't like bizarre, freak, niche Japanese games? Most people. <laughs> no, but it is. Vanquish is a weird game. You haven't it's played it. You haven't played it. It's kind of all in the background. It's all about the the mechanics, and the mechanics are so yeah. prevalent and strong. Yeah. Just and it's so funny because the training mission at the beginning is so. It's like. Look up now. Like, it takes you a minute to figure yeah. out how to look up. And it's like, come yeah. on, I know how to look up. <laughs> Give me yeah. a break. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing I'm going to play in is Torchlight. Yes, I'm, I've been playing that a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. I've, I've played that. It's fun. It's a fun little, you know, it's a Diablo clone. They even have the little jugs of red and blue liquid. I mean, yeah. how close to a Diablo Did you buy clone? it? Did you buy yeah. it, can I ask? What? Did you buy it? No, I haven't yet. I will, ah, but okay. after like 70 billion hours of Dragon Age, I need a break from action RPGs for a while. Um, but I played it on – because I had once tried it on Steam when I had my old Mac, and it didn't work very well. But I think that's because my old Mac was a little slow. So I tried it again on my new Mac, and it works fine. So I'm trying to – cost is exactly the same. It's $15 either way. So I was trying to decide which one I would rather do it on. And I don't know. I think I'm probably going to wait for it to go on special. I'll tell you so maybe what whichever one offers it cheap first. Okay. I'll, Steve, ta- I'll tell you what I've heard. Probably. I'll tell you what I've heard. Yes. I've heard the PC or Mac version is much better for controlling. And all your inventory and stuff like that is much easier. Yeah, I think it is better to control the inventory. Especially because it does that thing where you can't use the D-pad for moving around in your inventory. I was like, what's up with that? I hate that. I know. I've, I know I've, I've, if I was you... If I was you, no, I, I was affected by that, Duke. I kept on getting thrown off by that. Yeah, yeah, I'd go with the Mac version. That's what I. Yeah, would with I may. Do. I don't know. We'll see. Because I think, I think you'll prefer it there on the Mac. Yeah, but it's cute. I mean, it's fun. It's it's definitely a lot more like Sacred Two than it is a Fable Two in that you have a lot of little different quests scattered all over the place instead of like one big epic thing you've got to do. So, yeah, it's fun. I had a good time with it. I'll definitely play it at some point in the future. Okay. Well, I know I'm not one to go out and start playing a game as soon as it's available. Well, I'll <laughs> carry on from that. Your, where yeah, and I'll carry on from East yeah. Year. Because I've, I bought the game. I didn't just play the demo. I actually purchased it. Oh, yeah. And I've, put in, yeah, I've, I've put in probably a good three or four hours, maybe a bit longer. I've, I've put a lot of time into it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I really, really like it. I really, really like it. And I've never played Diablo, so I have nothing to compare it to. Well, if you've played Torchlight, then you've pretty much played Diablo. Yeah, and I've played a game, uh, a game loft game on the iPhone called Dungeon Hunter, and it's almost identical to that. So I'm guessing that was a clone, obviously, of Diablo as well, more or less. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I get it. I understand what I've got to do. The loot drops are just ridiculous. 
I spend half the time in the game just selling stuff or looking through it to see what I don't like. I, I get why they've done it, but I don't like it too much is that you have to pick up scrolls or buy scrolls uh, that identify stuff. I'm not overly keen on that. Yeah, uh, I, I guess I've played a number of other games that have that, so I'm not... Yeah, sort of so you can pick up some of it, but there's no indication of whether to waste your scroll on it or not, so you don't well, know what it's not. better. Apart from, the only the only pointer that I can work out is the cost or the worth of it. And if it's sort of around 20 or 25 gold, I know it's pretty crap, so I don't bother identifying it, I just sell it on. But that's the cost of an identifier scroll, so you're, it's not like you're out anything. No, no, but you just have to keep buying them, though, don't you, then? And it's like, you just yeah. carry a big stock of them around with you. I, d- I have started doing that, so I have started oh, yeah. doing that. Um, but, yeah, I'm liking it. I think it's a lot of fun to play. Uh, I love all of the, the loot picking up and upgrading, you know. I like the dog, the, the pet thing. I think it's a really cool uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, and he, the, the, the developer this developed the original Diablo, I believe. Oh, nice. Uh, the people well, that makes developed. sense, then. And they did a game called Fate as well. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, and Sorry, it, uh, I just found out that Dungeon Hunter is getting an HD remake for the PS3. Oh, no, I knew about that already. And oh, it's going to be multiplayer. It's gonna oh, be, snap. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting for that to come, I must admit. You know, and I know it's Game Loft, and I know it's an exact clone, and all this, that, and the other. But it's going to be quite... It's brilliant on the iPhone. I love it. So I'm looking forward to playing it on the PS3, you yeah. know, having a go at that. But, yeah, coming back to... Yeah, he made a game called Fate, and the, and the pet, and the... Um, the fishing thing was in Fate, apparently. Uh, and and what's really cool, have you used the fishing thing? Have you done that? Yeah, I did a little fishing. And and it's so cool when you give give your pet the fish, you know, mm-hmm. and then it turns into whatever the fish does, which I thought was so cool and funny. Yeah. Um, and some of them are permanent, so I've been a bit careful as to what I've been feeding it, because one turns it into a troll permanently, and that's it. There's no going back. Yeah. Which you've changed your pet into a, do- a, a troll, and I don't think I really want to do that at the moment. Because then he'll spend all his time on internet forums and just like, exactly. hey, I'm trying to get you angry. Exactly. We definitely don't want that. Uh, but yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. You know, I think it's been a lot of fun so far. I like all the pickups, and I like looking for the next best bit of armor or the next best weapon. Uh, I'm yep. playing as a mage. I'm playing as a mage, uh-huh. so I'm, I'm shooting fireballs, and God knows what out of my hands. Excuse me, I believe he's an alchemist, isn't he? Yeah, no, no, no. There's a there's he's al- something. He's not actually al- a mage. I'm the mage. I think there's two. There's one that does potions and stuff. I'm the mage and like a fighter, uh-huh. like a fighter type. Uh, the alchemist guy. I think the alchemist is the one who does all the stealthy stuff as well, like sneaking around and, uh, and sort of making potions up and poisons. There you go. The the guy who composed the music for Diablo also did the music for Torchlight. There you go. See, there's so, a lot of so that so although it's. I guess you could call it a clone, but in some respects it isn't because it's made by the original maker of Diablo, so it's not uh-huh. really, I guess. Well, I mean, you can clone your own work. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I'm liking all the different stuff you can do, all the running around. and I, I like all the secret sort of tombs and stuff you can go into as well. I think that's yeah, a really yeah. cool thing to be able to do. And totally. None of the puzzles are particularly taxing. They're all pretty straightforward. You know, so it's nothing major to sort of be done there. But overall, yeah, I love it. And I think it's well worth the money. Sequel's coming out in July. Yeah, recommendation, I think, definitely. And and Dungeon Hunter, when it hits PSN, I think it'll be a good game as well. Yeah, I think that's going to be a, a good game as well. So I'm looking forward to that also. Uh, Chini, anything to add to that? Shit. Well, you didn't like really? really? it. I think it's shit. I think, I, I'm sorry. I think it. I, I got bored. I got bored of it very quickly. So how do you like Fable, but not this? Yeah. I, well, I didn't love Fable. Oh, no, I, but I, you like it. I like it. Um, sense of humor, I guess. Uh, I just... 
I just got lost in the menus. I, I, you know, how you guys were talking about fishing and like these yeah, scrolls. Yeah, lots of money. I have no idea what you're talking about. I have no <laughs> idea. Like, is a I was just game. packing shit. My pet did fuck all. No, so right. you can. You can have to tell your pet to, so? to do. So why should I? You should do it yourself. <laughs> well, you might want to tell. Me. <laughs> to, uh, did your dog in Fable Two do things by itself? No. Yes, it did. No, he he, didn't. he used to find treasure in my cell. No, he'd bark if there was some near, and you'd say, yeah. go get it. Or yeah, you'd dig it up. I didn't have to tell him to go, oh, can you find me some treasure now, please? Well, Duke, well, you could tell him to get ammo, sure. could you? But what's quite cool, what's quite Duke, cool You've got a dog, Duke. Have you ever tried telling your dog to do something? Come yeah. on. Yeah, and he does it. Yeah, do yeah. my taxes, Tito. Come here. Do you know what? Do you know what one of the coolest things is, though? Because you do end up picking up so much stuff, like, all the time. And then... You, and then you can load your dog up and send it to the town to sell everything yeah. off and come back. It's so cool. And it comes back empty and with loads of money just, for I you. Just, I just couldn't kind of get into it. Like I, I, I went through some stuff and like talked to some people. I went into a cave. I went pretty far. I was hacking stuff. I kind of get horses the experience. Horses for courses. That's fine. Yeah, I just, just not my thing. I have no love for it. Never played Diablo. Um, I think... Never, I've never really been into these kind of. It, it's you know, it's it's just things that I don't like, you know, like magic and all that crap. I think what you've got to understand is as well, you you spend a lot of time in the menus. You you, you spend yeah. a load of time in the menus messing with stuff and tweaking. Did you it like and... Borderlands, Chinny? Yeah, yeah, I did. So if it's a shooter, then it's all right. I think, no, yeah, but, it's, no, it's, to be I fair, think the aesthetics though. of Borderlands appeal to it because you're shooting stuff, and it's the menus. I kind of, I just kind of. I got got used to. And... To be fair, in Borderlands, it's it's more simplistic. It's not quite as in depth as it this. is. But you it's know, not. I mean, there's a lot of menus. There's stuff a lot of stuff to think about. And I, I, from what I've heard, it's not as intuitive on the console as it is on the PC. It's much easier to manage everything on. The well, I mean, I'm proof right here. Like, I have no yeah. idea what the yeah. what the hell you guys are talking about. <laughs> I apparently played the same thing as Duke. But yeah. I, I love I love everything about it. I love the being able to upgrade your weapons with the sockets and putting all the different sockets? gems in. What are you talking about? <laughs> so some weapons so you get into sockets. have little sockets on them, and then you, you can plug pick... all the and you plug the weapons in like gems and. So it sucks if you're fighting an enemy and there's no outlet nearby because you're like, wait, yeah, exactly. stop! I need to plug this in. Exactly. Is anybody um... got a plug? <laughs> <laughs> and and what the only the only other criticism I have, I didn't like the way you brought up your secondary menu. Uh, I think I think that Dragon Age did that much better. Yeah, you know, to sort of switch between your abilities. I thought oh, it was sure. a bit cumbersome using the D-pad. You know, especially in the middle of a big battle with about a thousand people around you. Yeah. You know, if you wanted to switch on the fly, it was a bit sort of. Tight. How do you switch on the fly? Well, you could, you know, you could go up and down on the D-pad, so you can assign different abilities to different buttons, but you can have two separate menus to do it. So it's a bit like, so like you know, in Dragon Age, where you pull the right trigger in to access your other abilities. Yeah, yeah. It, it's that, but it's on the D-pad. But I, oh, okay. I much preferred it on the right trigger. I think that's yeah. definitely the better. Uh, you know, I kind of got the angle of like, all oh, right, okay. So this ability can only work if I've got like a melee weapon on my right arm or whatever. Yeah. I, I kind of got stuff like that, but the, I just got lost a little bit, and I was like bored. The only thing I struggled with, and I don't know whether you managed to do this, Duke, I couldn't get my, because I was a mage, but you can still dual wield and have, like, a melee weapon and, a, like, a magic staff or whatever. But I, couldn't I know you can have two work. melee weapons. I don't know about one and one. Yeah, but I had two equipped, but I could only use one, and I couldn't figure out how to use the other at the same time, and, yeah, I didn't get that at all. I know I did it, but I don't remember how. So in the end, I just took a shield on my arm and used that instead. Yeah. <laughs> sort of enhanced my defense. 
Um, but it, it definitely it definitely promotes grinding. You know, you can get to. I got to one dungeon and I really got sort of hammered. So I went back a, a sort of level and went through it again and, and leveled up the character a bit more and got my defense rating a bit higher. And then I sort of easily did it then the second time through. So th- there's definitely some grinding to be done on it as well. Uh, but I liked it. I mean, Ginny hated it and Duke sort of liked it too. Yeah, I liked it. Okay, the other thing. Now I did play a bad game, terrible game, in fact. Um, yeah. And that game is uh, Battle Los Angeles. Uh, which is I looked based... at it on the thing, and it said multiplayer, none, co-op, none. I'm like, a first-person shooter from XBLA? Yeah. And no multiplayer? Forget it. Yeah. Um, it was only announced a week ago as well. So it was announced a week ago and then came out. So there's no... Well, because it was pushed out well, for the it, movie. Yeah, to coincide with it. And it's obviously yeah. based on the same film. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's <laughs> it's pretty terrible. The the cutscenes there aren't any, it's just really badly painted. There's bloody, there's bloody scrolls in it though, is there? Yeah. Scrolls with the blue oh, scrolls for stuff. Up. It's <laughs> awful. Honestly terrible. It's it, it is it, yeah, it is terrible. It's just like painted on pictures with like a voiceover. A couple of still shots from the film, right? Yeah. The, the, the art is horrible. As well. like, yeah, it looks like some little kids drawing. And it, like, it looks like, like an 80s, reader. An 80s, a bad eighties cartoon. Oh, like, really terrible. Um, oh my god! And then the game starts, right? So you do all this, and uh, it's only, and I mean, it's only saving grace is graphically it doesn't look terrible. It doesn't look it doesn't look awful, and there's some there's some fairly cool stuff going on. You know, you'll sort of be, and there'll be like planes crashing into buildings, and there's sort of stuff going well, on. You got to think that's the start of the game. Yeah, and so the, the depiction of LA that. isn't terrible. You know, they've done quite good, but that that is that is where the good stuff stops. That yeah. is it pretty bad it's it's just like the the ai is completely non-existent they just sort of just stand there. there yeah it's like coming out of salvation they're just, it's just like there. a shooting gallery you just sort of like it just stands there for you to shoot it you just blow these things away you know and there's no challenge at all uh they're just bully sponges and then and then there's no variation in enemy that i saw um and it was just like go from one area to the next and do exactly the same thing again so there was no objectives as such apart from shooting stuff it's black ops or no, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, battle last night, yeah, and and it, that that was it. That's it. That was the game. This is some stuff. Uh, the controls are bad. Uh, yeah. Your character moves too slow. It's not too yeah. enough. Aiming. Uh, the the sound on the guns are terrible. Yeah, very like, very generic sort. Of. Yeah, it's like oh, like some freeware sound software. We've got better sound effects like some, for some of the sketches that we used to do. It's like, like it's like right. Some they've got some kid to do an impression of a gun. Yeah. <laughs> they right. did it. Ha 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 ha! It's pretty poor. Yeah. It's, it's it is. Come on. That would have been. From what I've heard, it's better than the film. Oh no! Oh no, you didn't. Now the 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 final thing. I didn't. I didn't obviously buy it. Obviously. Really. But I went to have a look for some pre, you know, reviews just to see if anyone else, what everyone else. Nothing. Apparently, the game total game takes. 45 minutes to an hour to complete. Uh, an hour. No. I'm a boy. That'd be funny. But the, the demo lasted about 15 minutes. Now, you know, to be fair, <laughs> we've said in the past that length of a game does not necessarily mean yeah, good game. An hour? No, when, you, when the demo and is like, so terrible. When the demo is like <laughs> yeah. half an hour and it's awful. No, I know, I know. I'm just saying. 
But yeah, I mean, like I say, the graphically, it, it wasn't terrible about I, graphics. I think, I think that's, his, that, that's the that's only the, thing. That is seriously uh, the only thing that looked all right, was it looked okay. It doesn't look bad. It doesn't. It does, and it almost, almost looks like a carbon copy of the the dashboard of Call of Duty, doesn't it? It's just like... Yeah. I, you know I, what? And I bet you like they kind of did that on purpose. Like they went, the, the developers just went, make it look like that Call of Duty yeah. game. Yeah. Right. And then when people look at the screenshots, they will think it's that game and then buy it and hopefully will not play the demo before they buy it. You, can, you can just imagine the board meeting, can't you? The developers, you know, and the, the makers of the film or the studio or whatever, and they're going, look, it's like Call of Duty. People are going to love it. They'll all uh, buy it. No, I don't think they did that. I think they just went, just make it like that Call of Duty game, but as quick as you can. How yeah. long have we got? A year? I mean, it's about a week. You got a, you got a week. They announced it last uh, week, and I think that's why when they made it, they made it yeah. in a week. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I think, well, you know, they're, uh, they're probably, honestly, though, they probably didn't spend that long on it. They probably. It, it doesn't look like they did. It really doesn't. Um, and the final game I've been playing is on the iPhone, or the iPod Touch, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <sighs> And that's Speedball 2, uh, Brutal Deluxe. Is old. It? Yes. it is old. It's extremely old. 1990-91 it came out originally. So oh, yeah. six, six. Six years old. Yeah, long, long time ago. Um, but they've done, do you know what? They've done a really good job of porting it to the iPhone. They've done a really, really great job of it. Um, and it's good. It's cool. You know, and it does take me back. I mean, this, to be fair, this was one of the first multiplayer games I ever played, you know, along with uh, Sensible Soccer. Uh, back in the day, and that was when multiplayer was just fun, you know, just mates in your bedroom playing games, and that was... Oh. Uh, uh, I, didn't, I didn't ever have a lot of uh, mates in my bedroom. Did you not? Did, did you? Uh, oh, I did, but not those sorts of yeah. mates. You have to get... Uh, you need yeah. some cucumbers, KY jelly... Okay, uh, moving on! <laughs> uh, really went there. I know, yeah. Uh, yeah, Speedball 2, is, it, it's, it works really well. You've got two control schemes. You can use the motion sensing stuff to move around, which didn't work very well, I've got to say. Um, or you can have the virtual, the usual virtual joystick control. And then it used swipe motions to do all the different things you do, like tackling or passing, high passing, and it, it just works really well. It's quite intuitive. Um, the other cool thing it does, which I thought was a really nice touch, and I've never seen this on any of the games uh, on on the iPhone till to now, um, when you start the, the game, wherever you touch the screen is where the joypad will go. So if you're left-handed, it's really yeah. easy just to swap yeah, it. That's pretty good. To that's the other, good, yeah. yeah. The only thing is, though, at each start of each sort of, as soon as you score a goal or they score a goal, it's, for some reason, it starts sort of about three quarters up the screen, so you have to quickly tap the corner to get it where you want it. But, but yeah, it's a nice little touch, and you can just move it around the screen to wherever you feel comfortable having it. So I like that. Um, so you can have it in the top corner if you prefer your thumb up there somewhere. So it's good. Uh, and it just worked really well, and it plays on Wi-Fi. I've not had a chance to play any multiplayer yet, but I'm going to try and get into that. Uh, but yeah, I liked it. So yeah, it's a little bit of a recommendation for the iPhone there for you if you want to relive the good old days. Oh, Bitmap Brothers, I love them back in the day. Uh, and that's that's about it for me. Um, so there you go. Sweet. So at this point, as, as always, I think it's time to uh, play Quamrian and then we'll say what we think about the game he's given us to play this week. game review review. This is Michael Quigley, also known as Quarnian, on Xbox Live. And this week I'm going to be looking at Zombie Football Carnage as my pick, and I'm going to be previewing Sheep Noby. What I'm going to be looking at first is Zombie Football Carnage. This game is basically an arena shooter done like a beat-em-up, done with 
an American football and a zombie football player. And you're, you're chucking the football at the enemies. And there are no zombies except for you. You are it. So that was a little bit misleading. I was I saw playing this game and I'm like, where the heck are the zombies? I haven't seen a single freaking zombie. And then I'm like, oh, I'm the zombie. Okay, that makes sense. So if you're like me and you're kind of wondering where the hell the zombies are, what where the zombie comes in, well, that's you. This game has a leveling system. And what's nice is it's persistent. So no matter how much you suck at this game, and you're going to suck at this game. I'm sorry, you're just going to. This game is brutally hard. Like, I, I really honestly think the developer should tone this down a lot. Because this game is just stupid hard. It actually kind of encourages you to upgrade your character so you can survive longer. But because the upgrade's persistent and you get to cash in your money once you're once you're di- once you're dead and you're going back it actually makes it worth it to keep going back in because you can get gradually further and further as you upgrade your character more and more and i'm sure you do hit a peak but what's cool is there's no structure to this game there's no set waves it just randomly decides what it's going to send after you, and it just gives you this announcement of what it's going to send after you, and then that's it. So I played this game at least a dozen times in a row, and every single time it was throwing different stuff at me. Sometimes there'd even be some kind of like boss monster in there, so you don't really know what you're going to get until you play it, and every single time it's just like, almost like... You know, slot machine of death. You just don't know what you're going to get until it gives it to you. And some of the stuff is obviously a lot easier to kill than other stuff. So sometimes you're going to get killed right off the bat. And other times it's going to be easier and you'll get a bit further. And moving on to the preview. Sheep Noby is, well, it's kind of confused about what it wants to be. And I think this is actually the developer's fault i don't think he really knows what he wants the game to be it's not bad it's just weird and i'm hoping he will settle on one thing or another by the time it's done it starts out as a game that wants to be a chuck this thing as far as you can then it takes the sheep it attaches chainsaws to his arms and those become your weapons and you get two attacks one is your chainsaws and another one is you shoot blades now, let me ask you this. If you could shoot blank, why the hell would you ever use a chainsaw on your arm? Which are much more likely to get you killed. So, it kind of becomes pointless to use the chainsaws on your arms. I played through this playtest multiple times, and I just couldn't see the point in it. Because every time I tried using the chainsaws on my arms, it was just so much more complicated, and the control scheme was just not good. I'd have to say this is a little bit flawed, but it has promise. And keep in mind, this is in playtest. This is not a peer-reviewed game. So he's got plenty of time to improve this game, and hopefully he will. But if it comes out in its current form, it's going to be a bit rough. And it's just a really bizarre game, and it's like a mix between a shooter, a like brawler, and one of those toss-this-kind-of-thing game. It's, it's really eclectic, and um, I'm not really sure what people are going to think about it, but it is different. So this is the kind of stuff that I like to see on the indie game service, because he's trying something new. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that cheap Nobi. So, there we go. Um, so, what did we think? What did we think? Uh, zombie Football Carnage, I think it was called, wasn't it? Or Zombie Carnage Football. We need to let our UK listeners know that this is not zombie football. This is zombie American football. 
Yeah, yeah, zombie America. Well, I didn't think we needed to patronize people, you know. Sure, that. patronize people. I think they'll know when they see an American football. No, our listeners are stupid. In the hands of the zombie. You hear me talking to you listeners? You're stupid. Yeah, there you go. That's yeah, good. you. you That's a good car. way to keep the listeners. You, you drive in the car now. Look at that, that red <laughs> yeah, car. Yeah. You're fucking stupid. You stupid. Are. Stupid. Um, okay. Stupid. Talking of stupid, Chitty, what did you think? Oh, stupid. no, you didn't. Oh, yeah, I did. Stupid. Uh, no. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. Is that, it? Is that all you have to say? <laughs> I was waiting for a sound effect. <laughs> um... No, I think it's good. Yeah, I think it's really good. It is hard. It is Wait, very sound hard. effect. Right, so <laughs> I'm going to play that. I'm going to need that uh. with me on my... I need yeah. to learn no, that, don't on the saxophone. that on the saxophone. Exactly. Don't give it him. I'm no good with wind instruments. I can play, I play on strings. your guitar. Play on your yeah, guitar. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah I can, really bad I'm, guitar version. Any, any, any instrument with strings, I'm okay yeah. at. But... Yeah. Wind instruments. I'm, I have you got a mandolin? Cannot... What about a mandolin? That'd I don't good. have a mandolin now. But <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Anyway, the game, the game, the game. Oh, an electric guitar. That would be brilliant. <laughs> Zombie um, football carnage. Come on. Yes. It, it, I think it's good. It is very hard. The, the, the enemies, when they bring enemies that with projectiles, you're like, you're screwed. Like, you, you are screwed. Um, <laughs> I didn't know. There's no, like, there is like a, a very quick... Uh, X does this, Y does this, go! Right, you know, it's like that, that quick. Yeah. And you have to play it again to kind of catch it. And there's no, like, you know, controls in the menu. I'd like a, look at just a, you know, these buttons do this, just in the menu, so I can just have a quick look at them. Um, yeah, and and the projectiles, like, I, I, I didn't know that you could level up, right? And I think yeah. they should make, I think the, the guy or girl, whatever is making this game, should make that clear. Like, should, you know, some, put some tips or something on the That on makes the a screen. huge difference, by the just, way. Just saying, look, uh, if if you don't if you don't succeed, level up and try again. You know, just to make sure that you know, it's like castle crashes. Like you you will die, you will die, and you will level up, and you'll get better, and you'll be fine. And because you, won't die you can't as much. you can't avoid the projectiles. Like it's impossible to avoid them at the speed that you start at. And I was like, well, this game's flawed, obviously, like because it can't. And I, I didn't know about the leveling up thing, and now now I know that you're supposed to die. So I think they need to make that clearer. I think the art is fantastic. I think um, you know, like they, they the, the the little sprites are, are well drawn, and they, you know they've got like a little death sprite. You know the way they die and the animation they do. I think it's all very cute, very in a, in a weird kind of way, obviously, because it's all monsters. But. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the whole zombie thing, that didn't bother me. I, I honestly thought they were zombies or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't, who's paying attention to that quadrant, really? Yeah, like, really. Like, who cares? Like, I didn't looking how they explode when you hit them with a ball. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm assuming when you level up more, you can do more, like, multiplayers, right? I could, I could only do three, and I'm, I'm assuming that you can do, like, four or five. Or yeah, I liked all the little powers as well, all the little pickups. And yeah, stuff. yeah, they're all good. They're, they're, they're great. I don't know what the charge does. I'm not really sure about what that does. Like, like the one that where you go forward and you press... It's- what, and you press A and you go fast. It just makes you invulnerable at the time when you're running. That's oh, okay. So it's just kind of like a quick dash or something. Yeah, so if you get so that, that that sort of helps a little bit with the projectile stuff. Because the the one where you if you stand still and press A, that actually kills people. And it's like, yeah. also, I thought the other one would kill people. I don't know. They should just, just a, a bit of a tutorial, just a bit of like, hey, you know, this is, this is what this does, so do it, you know. Just a little bit of guidance. Um, but it's good. I, I think it's... Uh, I think just with a few tweaks, it's 
it would have made me purchase it. I didn't, but. But the good of it, I mean, the good thing with with the indie games is they can do updated versions, so they can yeah, sneak it, yeah. If it, it back updated out. that to that, I'd probably get it and and I'd get a lot of enjoyment out of it. I think. I've got I've got to say I agree with you. I mean, we see a lot of twin stick shooters on there that all do pretty much the same thing, and you know they're sort of all the same. They're either an arena shooter with. Well, with zombies, but not in that style. So you're just sort of running around shooting loads of stuff. Um, or, or we get this, you know, obviously the space shooter type twin stick shooters. Uh, but I think they've done a really unique thing, you know, made it quite quirky and sort of out there on its own. Uh, and quite cool, you know, because you're yeah. sort of expecting to play American football and that's not what you're doing. You're just throwing an American football at it's monsters good. to yeah, kill them, you know. Yep. Uh, and I like all the little power-ups and all the superpowers that you can get. And, you know, I think that was all really cool. I didn't quite get what the floaty balloon thing did. <laughs> I was like, what's uh, that doing then? I didn't see that, I don't think. Yeah, there's one like a balloon that just floats about, and I didn't quite get that. But I, I thought it was really clever. And I like the randomness of it. You know, like one Ryan said, that one, you might get something really easy, and then you play it again, and wave one's rock hard because you've got all these big, massive enemies to fight. Um, yeah. So I liked all the random stuff. So you never quite knew what it was going to throw at you from one round to another. Um, the furthest I got, I think, was about three quarters of the way through wave two. was <laughs> about as far as I got. Um, but it took me a while to get my, again, like you, to get my head around the controls. I just kept pressing A because that's intuitive for firing. And I just kept running forward really fast and getting killed. And I couldn't figure out what the hell I was supposed to be doing. It's like, you survived for 15 seconds. I'm like, wow, <laughs> how cool is that? Uh... So, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm with you. So, so what about you, Jude? What did you think? Yeah, I also really liked it. I bought it, in fact. Did either of you guys buy it? No. Nope. <laughs> nah, jeez. Because I'm the one who really supports indie developers <laughs> around here. That's problems. I'm not going to support him if he's going to screw it up. Oh, yeah, well, that that can be fixed. It can be easily points. Fixed. Well, when he you fixed it. for Rogue Warrior. When, when he, I didn't pay for Rogue Warrior. Mad. Um, you rented it. Yeah, whatever. No, you still yeah, pay yeah, yeah, give Rebellion development any money for that game. Whatever. The more the demand there is at Love Film, the more copies yeah. they buy. Yeah, that's I bet true. I have one copy of Wargor and I have it. <laughs> and they said, oh my god, somebody wants to borrow this. <sighs> Wait, get uh, it, get it. Dust it off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, when it's fixed, I'll buy it. I bet that. Okay. When you fix it, I'll buy it. Promise. Pinky that's, promise. Okay. That was good. I'll send him an email telling him that. Yeah, I'll it. say, June bought it, I liked it, and Chini said he'll buy it when you fix it. There you go. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll tell him. That's not an insult as well. Like, I'll, I'll see, when you do those little tutorial things and whatever. Yeah, Yeah. no, I agree. I agree. I do, I do think it was a good little uh, a good little game, and we need more stuff like that. Different, interesting. It is yeah. different, yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, it's all that sort of good, all that good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, All right, what's next? Um, yeah, actually, I've got some news. Look, I'm doing news. We don't use. <gasps> and here's the news of the week. And here's the news of the week. No, I'm doing some a little bit of news. Um, yeah, this is this one's quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Now, obviously, gigantic earthquake in Japan. Yeah, very sad earthquake in Japan. Uh, yeah, terrible tsunami. Uh, everything. God, hey, some it, of the uh, videos that are coming from that. Oh. Are just- Horrific. Honestly, mate, when I saw it, I thought it, it was like watching some weird film. It was very surreal. It that... is. It's, it's, it's so bizarre just watching those yeah. cars yeah. floating oh. along. Oh. Oh. Yeah. But it was going at about 500 miles an hour, apparently. It was like... it's, it's unbelievable when you look at it and it just never stops. You know everything. You just never, it just keeps going in that one direction. You're like, just stop. Stop. 
plowing, and it doesn't. Matter. Anyway, it has affected the gaming industry. It has affected the gaming. It industry. has affected thousands of people's lives. It has. It has. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, they've had to take the servers down for Final Fantasy Online. Now that's sort of a good thing, really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. I did. But yeah, they've taken it down for that, and also. Um, yeah, Metal Gear Solid Online, which I didn't even know there was a Metal Gear Online. Did you know that? Metal Gear Online? I did not. Yep. Yeah, I did. Well, anyway. Uh, yeah, so they, because they tried, obviously they've got to try and save as much power, they've been told to turn the servers off. So, oh, yeah, man. so gamers have been... God, can you imagine if they'd done this with World of Warcraft? Jeez. Oh, it'd be the end of the world! It would! It really of would Warcraft. be Armageddon. Armageddon <laughs> for World of Warcraft, but yeah, a terrible thing. But there's some also also some other terrible stuff uh, come out of it because uh, somebody tweeted that the creator of Pokemon had died. Oh really? Yeah, someone tweeted oh, my that, God. and that was all over the internet. And he hasn't. No, oh, nobody at Nintendo sake. has died. And it's like, why? Why <sighs> do that? Why do people do stuff like that? Internet. Yeah, because that's the thing is that nobody's coming up with. They don't have any way to become famous for re, for anything they've done. So they want to become famous for something that they've pretended is true or something. Yeah, well, well, they they did a thing where they pretended that Justin Bieber had died. Like, yeah, well, that's that's funny though. Oh no, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave Justin Bieber alone <laughs> because he donated a uh, million dollars to Japan to the. To, did he really? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, now he only uh, has seventy-three million dollars yeah. instead well, no, of seventy-four. Good, no, exactly. I'm, I'm going to leave that kid alone because that's such a such a I'll, nice I'll, That is a cool thing I'll, to do. Right. I've changed my mind about him. Even though his film looks awful, so yeah. and like I, I, I made a joke about his film. Right, he's got a film out about his life. I was like, what is it? Ten minutes long? Jeez. <laughs> yeah. He did a book as well, hasn't he? He's written a book. Yeah. I lied. I just need fever. You, you can. You got copyright laws on that joke if you want to. I was it. born and then I sang. <laughs> yeah, born, lucky, done. Uh, yeah, but yeah, a million. He's donated a million dollars to the. To, yeah. Oh, oh that, which one, yeah, I guess you could use the phrase "he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth," couldn't you? Yeah. Do you know yeah. where that phrase comes from? Can I, can, from that know? TV show, Silver Spoons. Yeah. No, do you know where it comes from? The phrase "born with a silver spoon in your mouth." Oh, no. Nope. You know, well, back in Victorian times, when people who were rich uh, could afford silver uh, cutlery. Uh, that's what they used to use with the babies, cause it was, uh, because it was, and still now, silver has properties that gets rid of bacteria and destroys bacteria, so they would only use silver cutlery with the babies. Video oh, game podcast. You you just a tidbit for you, there you go. Uh, so yeah, Justin Bieber. Nah. Video game, start anyway, talking video game. Um, yeah, I've got some packed stuff, which I thought was quite funny, nothing news-wise, uh, but they set up an 80s-style arcade at PAX. Did you know this? Uh, How- yes. Look, you should the Castle Crashers. There ca- were the Castle yeah. Crashers cabinets. How cool yeah. was that? Yeah, yeah. made, made cool. by the team who made the game. They actually took time and effort, and and the upcoming it game. Fantastic. It well. did, and they've got an upcoming game called Battle Block Theater. So they included yeah. that as well. Uh, but I, you know what? At Euro Euro Gaming this year, they should do that. That would be so. Cool. I don't won't. know, but they should. They should. Uh, by the way, just to let everyone know, we are going. We are going. If anybody oh, wants yeah, to yeah. and see us there and say hello. Uh, on the 24th and 25th of September, on the Saturday and Sunday, so we will be there. Uh, uh, there's quite a few going this year, apparently. Yeah, yeah, we've got. There's quite a lot of interest this year. More so. Mayor's coming this yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, um, Duke's coming. Yeah, Duke's. No, coming. I'm not. I can't. <laughs> in flying over. Uh, school, oh, school. I think Skulldugger is gonna go. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dave Dog will probably be there again. 
I think Soup Dragon said he's coming. There's quite yeah, a few Dragon, people. Yeah, yeah, Soup Dragon did say he was going this year, I think. Well, if he isn't, he's like... Surface Lizard, what? he's going to be um, Surface Lizard, he's coming. Who is he? Yeah, GH oh, Rocker. He's... I'm not going now. Yeah, I've changed my mind. Only joking, Nick. Okay, we're just joking. It's a joke. It was a joke. So it should be, it should be quite a big group of us this year. Yeah. So I just thought I'd mention that because I thought it was really cool and like I want one of those. Can we get one? Can we buy one? Where do we get? Where do we get one from? Where do we get? One from? Anyway, right. set the scene. I'm going to set the scene, right? Um, right. So the, the game developers conference. Um, some big developer. Gears of War Four was just announced at Eurogamer. Right. Cliff, Cliffy B's there, and then all of a sudden. He says, here's the new feature of the game. I stand up with my saxophone, yes. and I go... <laughs> Excellent. Can you now, stop? Oh, before we move on, before we move on, I just want to have a little, little talk about Eurogamer, because we went the first year it was, it was on, the, the very first year. And the very first year, it was one day in London and one day in Leeds, and that was it. And... If you if you were buying the tickets, it was something like five pounds for the day or something of that nature. If I remember rightly, it was it was something and nothing. It was hardly anything. And it was for charity as well. And it went to cha- all the proceeds went to charity yeah. the first year. Last year, um, the tickets were I think it was eight pounds a day, something like eight or nine pounds for the day. And I don't know if any of it went to charity. I'm not entirely sure. But it was eight and nine and it was on for uh, three days. It was on the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday last year for the public. It was on. The, uh, there's a there's a Thursday day. There was a Thursday day for the proper press. For the proper press, um, and now this year there is a Thursday day again, and it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday again, and it's at Earl's Court the same. Uh, but the cheapest tickets is fourteen pounds a day now, so it's gone up something a day. like six pounds for the day year on year. Oh, and, a lot of money. And they're charging now for half-day tickets at £8 if you're coming after 1 o'clock. Damn. So I don't don't feel like I'm that comfortable with it. I feel a bit sort of like it's become... Like the first year, it was very much for gamers and sort of a bit of a, look, you know, come along, play some cool demos for stuff coming out next year, and it's really cool. Uh, and now it feels like really commercialised. And ooh, how well, much money can we actually? Make? Yeah, I mean it's 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 very successful. And like you know, PAX yeah. they charge quite a bit for their tickets. You know, and you know you, oh, you get the if it had gone up to ten quid, say another two quid or something, ten quid a day, I'd have been all right with that. But they're also doing, and this this I really don't like. So they're doing fourteen pounds for the day. Yeah, or if you pay sixteen pounds, you can come in an hour early at ten o'clock. So they charge you another two quid just to get in early. Yeah, that's that's kind of a, like a bad taste in your mouth. Well, it's it? like how much more can they like the half days, the extra? Yeah, two I mean, like, you know, just charge a fixed rate and then that's yeah, it. Yeah, ten quid, twelve quid, whatever. But all these are the little bits. Like, oh, I know how we can make some. It's like they've gone into a boardroom now. Like, you know, before it was just some game enthusiasts at Eurogamer going, do you know what we should have? You know, they have E3 in America and all that. Why don't we have something like that? And they're like, yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. a good idea. Let's do that. And now it feels like all the CEOs and the directors... This is really, this is really successful. It's, yeah, how much money can we make out of this? You know, well, I don't, I don't know if I'm completely opposed to that. Like they, they want to make some money. No, and, and I don't disagree. And if, if we get some really cool people... I mean, they got Peter Molyneux there last year, and they got the guy from Rage, so they had some cool people there. All I've got to say is, if they're charging more this year, they really have to step it up a bit. 
They do. Because, I mean, it's a, it's a good game show, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't even compete with like the American shows. Yeah, but it's not so like they... E3 where there's tons of announcements they, in the games. Yeah, there's, the, 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 and they won't be this well, year. Maybe they're though. hoping to get to that point. Well, yeah. I, I think they, really, they need to ramp it up a bit. They need some more developers talking to, to the norms like us, and they need... You know, some people on site just kind of like promoting their game, like pitching their game to to people. You know, I think that would that would be nice to to have a developer to talk to. Just to, just you know, they need to step it up a little bit. It needs to be an improvement from last year. Last year was very good. I enjoyed it, and yeah, um, it but I think the best part was just meeting people that we kind of got to we didn't ever yeah. never met before. You know, but. Uh, th- th- as a show, they need to, to big it up more. They Definitely do a lot. Do. I mean, I've no, I thought it was cool last year, and there was some cool talk. I liked the Enslaved talk. I really enjoyed that, and I liked obviously the Rage one and the Witch one, even though we're not going to get to play that, yeah. uh, which too. But I liked the talk. I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Uh, but I do do think that God, they've got to have some really cool stuff yeah. there, and they've got they're to have... step it up. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. For, especially if they're going to be you know charging that sort of money, because all that'll happen is. You know, people will go this year, and if they, you know, they don't think they've got the sixteen quids worth for the day. They'll just not bother going. Yeah. Next year. That's the danger. If they charge too much and don't deliver, then yeah, will, I mean, they'll they'll it's, they'll uh, it'll it'll wound them if yeah. they do that. Yeah, no, I do think it's a bit of a risky risky tactic that hey, if they've got, if they've got the good stuff, if they say, hey, we got a good show this year, let's charge a bit more. Then well, let's see. Back. I mean, I'm not going to cast too many aspersions, you know, but I, I just it just felt a bit like it was. Abusing. You if, know, we, if we beat Tom, we'll give him. We'll give him an earful. I like Tom Carr. Yeah, he, he seems a nice guy. I've got to say. I like Tom. Uh, um, yeah, you know. But yeah, best mate. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But I, I, it just, it just worries me and concerns me because, like, if everybody goes again this year, is it going to be twenty quid next year for everybody to get pay? You know, and. Yeah. Keep going up and up until they get to a ceiling point where they, you know, it'll be almost the same price as going to a music festival or something. You know what I mean? So I'm going to on, on in June. So yeah, they're they're really expensive. Yeah. yeah. Really. Anyway, uh, yeah. Anyway, I did allude last week to a, a topic for this week, which I've been thinking about for a quite a little bit. And then interestingly, uh, the topic I've been thinking about, there's a few stories come out in the last few weeks regarding this very thing. Cosmic freaking order, man! Double rainbow all the way across the sky. What does it mean? Double rainbow. Yeah. Not that. Not that. Uh, but no, the thing I do want to talk about, though, um, as you know, we've got a lot of games coming out this year, um, and I guess you know a lot of them, like seventy, eighty percent of them, you could possibly class. You know, the ones we're looking forward to as triple A titles, yeah. to a certain extent. But in the last few weeks, Cliff Blazinski. Uh, one of one of the people has said that double uh, A titles are dead. So sort of those maybe lesser games that aren't quite good enough to be called a triple A and maybe don't have the same sort of marketing behind it and all that sort of stuff are dead and gone. Um, so what do you think of this? Do you think this is true? Do you think this is the end of sort of those lesser games? I think it uh, may be. I think what we're seeing is a stratification of the game market, which is to say the next few years holds promise for two kinds of games. Those where the developer spends millions and millions and millions to make what we call a triple-A game and games on XBLA or PSN that are more, not obviously actual indie games, but you know what I mean? Like they, 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 they're, they're not spending millions of dollars on it, but they are creating a good, solid gaming experience. And I think that the game the game developers who aren't willing to put in the mega box aren't going to bother with disc games no i agree and interestingly i did a little article on this uh, 
this week or this oh, weekend yeah. I put something together. Because, yeah, I absolutely. I mean, it's interesting. A few, maybe two or three years ago, uh, we had a discussion on the 035 podcast as it was, you know, about 150 shows ago. Uh, by then, it seems a long time ago. Uh, about sort of, you know, downloadable games being the future and that you'll not be buying disc games anymore. Now, interestingly, if I'm, I'm almost sure I remember rightly, uh, one of the conclusions that was come to at the time was uh, that the big releases will be on discs and everything else will be downloadable. And and yeah. it's actually come to fruition. And I don't think it was probably me who made that comment. I have a feeling it may have been Diablo at the time who said that. Uh, that he felt if it was going to be any downloadable games, it would only be the lesser titles and the, the you know, the big AAA titles would always be on disc. Yeah, I still, I still think we got a few years, a few years left of some, you know, double A games as Cliffy wants to call them on disc. I, I don't think they're. So well, well I mean, out every, of... every game that comes out on disc is a triple A game. All it? right, out of the ones that you're looking forward to this year, or you're possibly going to purchase, how many of those would you class as double A games? Then double A games, these weird terms that we have no. But what would you? I mean, or, or the lesser titles, you know, the um, ones that aren't sort of, you know, your major titles. Now you're making me think of what's coming this year. I don't know. Uh... L.A. Noir, Portal. Homefront is one of them. Um, yeah, home from, but yeah, I guess that yeah, that would definitely I think be. They're, they're certainly AAA pushing game. it as like a triple A game, but yeah, but I don't think it's gonna be. I don't think they're pulling the wool over anybody's eyes. To be no, honest. I don't think not with a five-hour campaign anyway. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm sh- I, I just think that's that's gonna be a good game. Um, not a great game. Uh, what else though, apart from that one that you know of? Portal Two. That's triple A. Come away. I know. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> L.A. Noir. Oh, yeah. What about, the, what about the driver game? Yeah. That's not yeah. coming anymore, is it, though? Didn't that yeah, yeah, that's coming. That's oh, coming. is that coming? Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But, see, driver yeah. used to be a triple-A game, though, surely. Yeah, that's sure. It's not Prince of Persia. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's not. Persia. But they're not anymore. But there's no Prince of Persia coming there. Times are changing. Times they are changing. So. Uh, yeah, I think, I think I, you know, if I look at the list of games I'm I'm excited for this year, I would class nearly all of them as what a triple-A title, probably. You only like unpopular games, though. Oh, yeah, so that's why I'm <laughs> looking forward to, games. you know, L.A. Noir and Portal. Yeah, but you won't like it. You'll criticise it. And then, you're, then, then <laughs> the an last un- Guardian. And then a weird, unpopular game will come along, and you'll be like, oh, it's uh, Catherine. It doesn't have any force yeah. at all. Catherine. L.A. Noir, one of the best games ever made. Oh, I don't like it, and the character smiles. <laughs> Look, I like Red Dead Redemption last year, so don't give me no That's true, he did. Um, shut up, move but on. Yeah. I guess, for me, Catherine would probably come under that banner of double yeah. titles that nobody's really that bothered about, but I'm interested in because it Certainly is weird. Certainly nobody is bothered about it, I'll give you that. No, in Japan, they liked it. In Japan, they said it was uh-huh. hard, but they liked it. <laughs> Japan files like it. Anybody you know, who lives in the West who likes Japan stuff, they all like it because it's Japan. Yes. Look, I'll, I'm sure I like that. Uh, but anyway, talking about that, I have put this together a list of stuff that has come into Xbox Live Arcade PSN. Uh, for people to look out for. Now, not everybody comes to the site. Uh, so I thought we'd give a quick rundown of these and, uh, you know, get your guys, you know, you two guys' take Why on this. everybody come to the site? I don't know. They just don't. Not everybody comes who listens to the show. But well, there you go. People, people are got crazy. You've got to click buttons and stuff to do that. Uh, yeah. Turn your computer on, you know. Anyway. Um, yeah, yeah so you should come come. come on. Yeah, veterangamers.co.uk. There's loads of little trailers from YouTube and stuff on each of these, so you can have a look at them, see what they look like. Cool. Uh, but the first one, yeah, Insanely Twisted Shadow oh, Planet. Yeah, Insanely yeah that looks pretty interesting. It looks very cool. 
360 and PS3. I think so, but I'm not 100% sure. But I think it's on both. Mm-hmm. Possibly on one or the other. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was at PAX. This came out of PAX. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks cool. Looks it, very aesthetically akin to Limbo, you know, with the shadows yeah, yeah. in the background and all dark and sort of weird looking. But oh, it looks cool. And like, little grabby arm. I want one of those. Little grabby arm he has. Um, yes. I mean, interesting, one of the comments we got on the piece was someone was saying, like, oh, I started watching it and I couldn't stop watching it. It was just like I had to keep watching it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's, it looks great. I, I, that's looking very cool. Yeah, little puzzler with a little spaceship. and Yeah, a little bit like Pixel Junk, you know, Pixel Junk Shooter. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. It looks very cool. So that's definitely one to look out for. Okay, Trenched uh, from Double that's, Fine. Uh, double Fine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Murphy's going to like this. I think it's, Mex, it's got Max in it, right? Yeah, it's got Max in it. There yeah. you go. Game of the year for Murphy. Magic word. But rather than Japanese... Somebody say Max. He'll come on Skype now. Somebody say Max. <laughs> rather than Japanese-style robot type Max, these are like bunkers that move. So you can yeah. sort of sit in them and then it's control. It's a tower defense game, right? Yeah, but you can yeah. move. Well, not really. No, it's sort of tower defense, third-person shooter, and a bit of role-playing all chucked in together. Cool. Uh, so it does a bit of everything. You know, you can yeah. increase all your stats, but you can also get in these turrets and move them about to use them. And, and yeah, you get waves of enemies coming to you. So it is sort of tower defense in that. Uh, genres genres uh, always changed anyway. So. Yeah. So this looks like, you know, like Toy Soldiers tried to do, but this looks a lot better than that. It's sort of that sort of style, but a lot better. Yeah, I, th- I don't know why I never got into Toy Soldiers. I, I didn't like it. I must, I must admit, I played yeah, the Yeah, neither did I, no. I, 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 I just yeah. didn't get it. And it felt... well, I, I totally thought I would, you know. Yeah, yeah. I did. It looked nice. I liked the, st- the art style of it, but I just didn't feel the gameplay. I didn't what get it. What are talking about again? Uh, trenched. Right, trenched. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one up, From Dust. From dust. Oh yeah, yeah. But I still think they should have just called it dust, but whatever. Yeah, but it looks cool. I mean, it may change. I mean, that was its working. It was Project Dust, and then it was From Dust. Who knows what it'll be when it finally comes out? It could just be two dust. Two dust. Yeah. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. It'll be dawn. Yeah. Yes. Cool um, to- this is from Eric Chahi. Chahi, who brought us another world and or out of this world as it was known. Oh, another. There you go. You see, everyone does that. Everyone, and oh, obviously, obviously the, the follow-up flashback a year later. Yeah. <clears throat> I'll, do, I'll go, oh, what a, gr- what a great YouTube video. Yeah, which everybody <laughs> thinks, yeah. flashback. See, I don't even know if it would have that same. I think it's about nostalgia, and it was dude. the perfect game for the moment. Yeah, dude, I totally played it when it came out. I did, honestly. <laughs> back to, back in I, no, honestly, honestly, I did. I did. Did you? I, I did, well, not, maybe not when it came out, but I did, I did play it for the Amiga. Totally, right? Yeah. Um. And I couldn't get pa- I couldn't get very far in it. It was really it was hard. hard. It was a uh, hard game. Really hard, yeah. So recently, I watched the YouTube video of it, and I was like, "Oh, so that's what happens." Yeah. <laughs> well, do you know what? But I did get quite far as it happens, but it's... I just thought like I, there was so much more to it, and I was like, "I'm yeah. never going to." It's get the first game I remember that had a proper story to it. That's you know, it had a, had an actual story, and it wasn't yeah. just about shooting stuff. Right. Although, hey, it's... Castle Wolfenstein had a story. Well, sort of. <laughs> No, but it was... Good story. Yeah, good story. Right. Bang. So that's that. So that's that one. Uh, the next one up, the Gunstringer. Gunstringer. Uh, this looks nope. really cool. Nope. What do you mean, no? Nope. Come on. What's Explosion you need to play? Oh, you, need to play? Oh, you need to play it. Yeah, but it looks cool. I'm not saying these look cool. I'm not saying they are cool. It looks good, though. Come on. Connect to play it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah true. That's pretty silly. Nope. Uh, not really. There's 10 million out there now, by the way. They've sold 10 million Connect. Oh, it's silly for me to have that requirement. 10 I'm playing no million. Nothing. 
10 million. That's a lot of Fine. Those 10 million people can have a good time with it. I ain't playing it, I, yo. I'll be splurging man when that comes out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it looks good. I think that's, that's possibly good. Okay, next one up. Uh, Ghostbusters Sanctum of Slime. Nope. Does it have co-op? A four player. Well, there you go. It looks Finally, good. what did it take so long? Yeah, Why they... It looks a lot like it looks a lot like Lara Croft. I think it's gonna be uh, good. I don't, I don't think it's gonna be that good, mate. I think it might be good. I think you might be wrong. I think it might be cool. I don't think it's gonna be that good. Come on, you ghost! Look, everyone likes uh, Busty makes you feel good, surely. Yeah, I know, but I just I don't think it's gonna be that good. I I, I think it'd be fun, but I don't think it's it gonna looks, be. It looks um, gauntlet esque. Yeah, I think it looks quite a lot of fun to be honest. We'll see. It might be. See, it might be cool. Uh, next one up. This this one I think looks really cool and weird all at the same time. And one for the kiddies, definitely. But, you know, I, I think I might like this. You know. Cookie Monster, come on. Uh, yeah, Sesame Street from Double Fine as well. Another game from Double Fine. Mm. Sesame Street, the game. I think it's I very much aimed at kids, mate. It is. Yeah. It is. But, come on, it's got, like, pretty bright scenarios and, you know, weird stuff and riding Elmo on another monster and things. No. I think yeah, what's with the dark, glowing pathways and forests? I don't know. I think it looks Sesame cool. Sesame Street takes place on a street. Exactly. That's why this is cool. Because <laughs> it isn't. You know, this uh, is just Sesame Street characters thrown into some weird alternate universe. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think my daughter will like this a lot. So, Although, do you know, she's never really been exposed to Sesame Street. You know, so it is a bit weird for kids of these days because I know it's still on in America, but you very rarely see it on the TV over here anymore. So uh, I don't, don't know, but it would be interesting to see. Um, yeah, next one, the dishwasher vampire smile. Yeah, uh, this looks yeah. okay. Yeah, I think it'd be good. I mean, if, again, it's going to be very hardcore. I think you've got to yeah. really like your, you know, Ninja Gaiden type games to even enjoy this at all. Uh, yeah. But I think it's going to be rock hard because the dishwasher. Dead Samurai was rock hard as well, so I can't see any reason why this should be any different. Um, so, yeah, you're going to have this? Play this? Yeah, I I'll, I'll try the demo. Try I'll the demo. Yeah, 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 I'll be judging it too much before. Yeah. And... I mean, again, it looks cool. It looks cool. Yeah, they, I mean, all these games look cool, but I don't... Yeah, it's, it's until you get down and play them is when I know. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Um, and then, obviously, the best game coming out on the PSN or... 360 or whatever, full stop, is, is uh, Journey. There you go. There you go. It's going to be brilliant. It's be excellent. <laughs> oh, this game, I tell you, can't wait. Can't wait. It's what good. did I say about expectancy, Duke? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Do you know, I've, I've got a bit of a semi now, just looking at it. Oh, you. Don't we don't believe what? the hype. What? We don't. We don't do that. You, on you don't want to get too hyped up, dude. It might oh, be disappointing. It's gonna be good, but it's gonna be good. Come on, come on. It's gonna be good. It's gonna yeah. be interesting. You can't say for sure that it's gonna be good. Unique, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Weird. Didn't mention it was weird. Unpopular. Yeah. Unpopular. Catherine looks weird. Yeah. No, I think. It, no. Do you know what? I think it will be quite popular. I don't think it's not. I, looks, be I don't think it's gonna be popular. Why? No, what? Not, not mainstream, mate. Not mainstream. Is flower popular? I, I think so, yeah. Amongst uh, podcasters and bloggers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's 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 popular among people who are interested in the unusual things that are happening in the world of gaming. But I don't think it's pop. You ask the average video game player on the PlayStation Network if it's popular. Pop. No. I'll tell you what we didn't do. I'll tell you what we didn't do. We did, we sort of talked about From Dust, but we didn't actually say what it was, did we? We got on about... Oh, you played a video game. 
Yeah, you play, you move around the earth. And yeah, it's populous. Use... Anyway, it's pretty much modern day populous for anyone. Who Hello. Knows. Yeah, Peter Molyneux. Do you what know what was interesting? Do you know what was interesting? Again, you know, you know, I meant ripped off your game, Peter. Yeah. Do you know when I mentioned these blunders on the What Up podcast where he pretended to know about stuff and he didn't really? Mm. Um, they asked him what he thought of From Dust. You know, obviously because he made populous and everything. And he said, "Oh, what do you think about the upcoming From Dust?" And he went, uh, "What is that? I don't know what that is." And they went, oh, well, you know, it's it's like populist, but we're doing modern day. Oh, oh, I've seen that. I went to his studio. <laughs> so it's like, no, I've no idea what Dude. you're talking about. Wow. Stu, Stu, Stu. Peter Molyneux has a life. He probably doesn't have time to listen to fucking podcasts and read blog sites about how they take the piss out of him. He has shit to do. And now, yes, he, and he's getting on a bit, so he probably <laughs> forgot what studio he went to. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, I've seen that. It looks fantastic. Uh, oh, yeah, I finished it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I made it. Yeah, sorry. I made thing with the moss on it. That would look great. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it, it does look good. Um, but, yeah, that was on the back of, yeah, when last week we talked about, um, yeah, I Am Alive becoming a, an Xbox Live Arcade PSN title as opposed to a full uh, retail disc. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to think, what I think about that. I don't know. We'll wait and see. But I don't know. I'm worried. I'm worried. I'm a bit worried. I would be. Yeah, because it's like. But then I also think, well, how much had they got done? And two gigs is a limit, and that's pretty big. You know, you can do a lot with two gigabytes these days. But you know, a retail game would be a lot, lot bigger than two gigs. You know, so how much can they compress it? How much have they actually got done? Is it a whole brand new thing they're making? I don't know. I'm I'm worried. I'm concerned. Um... <laughs> because that was one of the games I was really looking forward to. It's going. I don't know. Before that, it was. <sighs> it, it does look like a good game, but I don't no, know. I'd see enough it about did. it in order to it's judge only, whether I, I, I don't. Did, well, no. Like it, it looked like a good concept. It looked like yeah. a good idea for a game. We, no one's seen the game. But then this, I guess this is the going back to the announcing stuff too soon, isn't it? Yeah. You know, because what was this, like 2008? I think it was... I'd a, say earlier than that, mate. No, it weren't 2007. It's not that long ago. It's 2008. It's about three years. 2008. Yeah, 2008 it was. it was at E3. Late. Late. Yeah, well, boom, they showed... Boom, yeah. I got that. They just showed that really cool-looking trailer, didn't they? And then sort of that was sort of it. And then they did another one last year saying it was coming uh, spring 2011. And then they've made... It's almost spring 2011. And they made this weird announcement that it's now going to be an Xbox Live Arcade game. So, I don't know. I'm I'm concerned. But Yeah, that was our intention all along. We'll see. Um, And then just the last thing I want to talk about on the back of this. uh, Child of... Wait, 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 wait. All right, there you go. go. I like it. That was very apt. I like <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, yeah, on the back of this, yeah, Child of Eden. What do we think of this? I mean, a disc release. What, what do we think? Nah. No, I, don't, I, I, I can't see people paying disc price for this game. I'm not going to. I'm certainly not paying for it. You know, would you pay? Even if it's like $40, would you pay $40 for an effective No, because I'd have to pay another um, 100 for a Connect. So, no, but no, yeah, no, really. no, no, no. You can use just your controller to to play it. You Come don't on. Have, you Come don't on. have to play with Connect. Come on. And apparently, it works better with the controller than it does with Connect. Come on. Come on. Nah, nah, nah. I gonna nope. But who's gonna who's in this day and age is gonna pay forty or even you know sixty or even forty dollars for a people people that have never heard of Res. 
Nah, I, I still... Because that's on the arcade. You can buy it now if you want to. Yeah but, yeah, but people who have never heard of Resin go, oh, that looks interesting. And it's Kinect supported. Oh, sure. I bought that because I need something from my Kinect because I only play it twice a year. Yeah, but I don't think you can justify a full disc release for this. Now. I'll say something smart or like pretentious, Duke. I want you to go... Da, 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 da. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how... I'm not, how I'm not the... your jukebox, man. You can't just tell me what to play and then I start playing um, it. And um, let's be honest here, you well, know... What about all those business cards I made where Eric Petrovsky, Mike Chin's jukebox <laughs> man? Well, those those were made after I said I wasn't going to do it. Oh. But let's be honest here also. <laughs> this is this is a weird Japanese game at the... Yes, you know, it is. <laughs> at the end of it all. And, and they mean... This this will be a hard sell on Xbox Live Arcade. But... I don't know some weird shit came out for the Dreamcast. They did, yeah. But again, back in the on the Dreamcast days, there wasn't the range of games we can play and now. The Dreamcast did all right. Am I right? No, it didn't. It <laughs> fucked up on its arse. No, but it was the, the game standard was good on the Dreamcast. Unfortunately, yeah, the console, yeah, 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 the console went down in flames. Uh, but do, do you all remember how much a Dreamcast game was? Five thousand pounds. It wasn't far off that. Three pounds. It, it was. I would imagine it because was it, the Dreamcast was so easy to uh, pirate that everybody did it. <laughs> That's right. True. But, but I never had a Dreamcast, but my mate did, and he just had like five hundred games because he, he just All pirated. Yeah. Because <laughs> <Yep. laughs> it was on a disc and it was easy to do it on your PC. No protection. Yeah, there's no protection. There was nothing. There was no DRM or anything. Was there? Straight copies. Uh, but. But if you bought one from the shop, it was about £40, £50 for a Dreamcast game back in the day. And the same with SNES and NES, weren't they? You know, they were all sort of 40 I mean, in in the States, some some Nintendo 64 games were as high as sort of $80. Yeah, I remember paying 60 quid for Super Street Fighter 2. How? Can you imagine paying that now? Well, I didn't pay it, but, you know, I remember, like... But do you know what I mean? And it's like, God, I don't think you can justify this sort of money for a child of Eden, but we'll see. I'll be surprised if it does well at that. If it well, you, gotta, you can't bring up the past. I mean, you've got to look at the market now, and the market now doesn't support that being sold for 40 quid. Or it doesn't. Dollars. Definitely not. I don't care how long it is. It's shooting stuff like in a shooter. It's just a shooter. You know, it, it can't justify that sort of money, but we'll see. I, you know, if people buy it, I'll stand corrected, but I'll be, I'll be shocked if it does well. The shot to be does well. Okay, uh, yeah. Uh, next title for Bethesda: Prey Two. Prey Two's coming out apparently. <gasps> really? Yeah. Apparently that's been announced, been confirmed. Uh, I like Prey. I like the game Prey. I don't have it. I, maybe I bought it once, but I never played it. Do you know who made it? Who made Prey? You know? I think Chini will probably know. I don't know whether you will do. I do not. It was made by 3D Realms. Believe it. Oh or my not. goodness! This was in the midst of Duke Nukem Forever stuff, and they sort of released this sort of as they were going along. It was like a title that they sort of made at the you know near the launch. Look, we are making games. Leave us alone. I know. Yeah, they did. They did make it, and it was it was pretty good. I I really enjoyed it. I mean that that sort of opening part of it was just brilliant. I mean, did you did either of you play this? Nope. You, nope. <laughs> did you not? Oh my no. god! You should at least give it a whirl. You know, it's not that terrible. And God. Cost you nothing. Brilliant. You you buy put it. out of the box. It's not that. <laughs> it isn't. No. Do you know? For the time, it was pretty cool, and it had the, the opening was very clever. For the time, it was good. It was good. I mean, come on. It was near launch of the three six. Come on. Yeah. No. Games can still be good then. It was good. It was good. Look, it was good. Give we it a whirl. Believe you, it was good. Give it a whirl. It was, and was so a terrible. Two might be good too because Bethesda's making it. It had portals before Portal. So. 
So there you go. Oh. There you go. It had portals, but and they had this weird, this weird, cool thing. You could walk on ceilings and stuff, so the enemies were underneath you, rather yes. than sort of in front of you and things. It I don't was... like, I don't like enemies that can climb ceilings and stuff. And it had this other cool feature called spirit walking, which was always quite fun, yeah. uh, where you could actually leave your body somewhere and then go as a spirit and look round the corner to see what was there before you went round to attack them. Right. It was very clever. I've got to say, it was a really cool little game. It's not. It's not that bad. Give it a whirl. Give it a whirl. Do what you say to Welcome the, the Stu's memory lane. It was everybody. definitely a double A title. Yeah, double a title. It, was, it wasn't a triple A. It was a double A. It was double A, but it was pretty cool. Uh, okay. <laughs> Next up, 3D Realms has got a launch date for the PS3. So what do we think of this? This is 3D quite... Realms. What? Yeah. yeah. What's that? Uh, 3D realms. realms. Sorry. Sorry. Free Realms. That is not 3D realms, free realms even. What's free realms? Um, yeah, so free realms basically is a, a free-to-play MMO coming to the PlayStation 3. Right. Free-to-play. It's for kids. It's directed at kiddies. Um, but it's already got 17... 17- That's a good combination. MMO plus kids equals yeah. winning! 17 million registered users uh, on the PC version of it for, since oh, okay. 2009. So it's a they huge... Yeah, it's doing pretty well. Uh, but it's going to be the first free-to-play MMO on a console, so this is going to be quite in- interesting to see. Cool. Yeah. See if, how it's successful, if it's successful, Microsoft will copy it. If not, Microsoft will pretend yeah. it was never been born. So, yeah, good for Sony. Well done. You should... So basically, do... it's, 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 a, it's the old case of, though, you get sort of most stuff free-to-play, and then if you want to you know, go on certain quests or level up your character to certain levels, you'll have to pay to do it. So, you know, that's how it makes its money. So yeah. does this, you combine this with the chaos about the people hacking the PS3, do you end up with Low, hackers the, coming into this game and, like, having big penises and stuff? No, we're, we're not talking about that anymore. anymore and you'll find out why, because we have got an email. So. Yeah, you don't care anyway, Dukes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't care anyway. So anyway, we're not talking about that anymore. All right, what are we talking about? Moving on. Yeah. Yeah, uh, talking about another world because we mentioned that. Apparently, it's coming to the iPhone. Yay! Another world! Yay! I can't. I don't know if it'll hold up. No, I don't think it will. But I'll play it anyway. You know, you know what doesn't hold up? What doesn't hold up? Friends. <laughs> Friends. You know the sitcom Friends. Oh, <laughs> what? What are you doesn't talking? About? That's, well, that's just, true. That it didn't sitcom. hold up back then. I didn't yeah, like it. it. It's well written. It's, it's a good. Oh. It's well written show, but. Uh, Doesn't that look, man? I watched that recently. I was like, man, this this dated very quickly. I did. I laugh at that. <laughs> Welcome to the video game podcast, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it doesn't hold up. Well, does not. <laughs> you know it does hold up, George oh, Michael. <laughs> Is this becoming your thing? Like you'll have a theme for each show with us. Well, why not? <laughs> it's a like... meme. Well, at least at least it changes each show. I quite like that. Audio meme. I quite like Top Gun doesn't hold up. Top Gun just stupid. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't no. Speed. I never saw Top Gun when it Speed. came out. I've never seen Speed. Top Gun. Speed does not hold up. Speed is <laughs> lame. Again, we made it about a third of the way through that movie and we just busted up laughing. Same with Titanic. Yeah. I saw this in a movie about a bus whose speed couldn't drop 50 miles an hour, and if the speed went below that, then the speed would cause the bus to blow up. I think it was called The Bus That Couldn't Slow Down. There you go. <laughs> no. As long as we're talking about movies, we saw Stone. If anybody sees that and lets me know what they think, because I don't know how I feel about it. What the hell was it? What the hell's that? Ed Norton and um, Robert De Niro. What, is it about a pebble? What's it about? No, it's <laughs> about a guy named Stone who's in prison. It's interesting. No. I don't know if I like it or not. Stone. So anyway, if anybody sees it, let me know. CPM he, will probably see it. Was he hard then? If he was Great performances. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, yeah, yeah, final thing. Everyone. 
Final yeah. thing before we get to Surface Lizard. Surface Lizard. Hello, Hello darlings. Hello, darlings. Don't you hate podcasts that talk about movies? Um, yeah. I like veteran gamers. Final thing, all... final okay. thing. Okay, here we go. Uh, Infamous 2. Infamous 2. It's going to have a level editor. What do you think of this? Uh, yeah, I've heard of it. We're done with level editors. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait a Hang on. Tonk, 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 hang on. Hang on. A mission editor is more appropriate. Yeah. Well, a bit of both. A bit of both. No. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. A bit of both. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. Okay. But uh, I don't really care. I haven't played Infamous 1 you can yet. You put your own obstacles in and all that this stuff. Game, this game is about a year away from me because I've, I've got to play Infamous 1 and then this, this is going to come out and then I've got to wait. And then... But what's cool is, though, they're going to be integrated into the game. So it's not going to be like, oh, think, let's play other people's levels. Like green, green, the green missions, yeah. the community ones or something. Yeah, you'll get a marker on your map when you just yeah. pass it. That's cool. just no, that's activate really the mission that someone else They're actually going to have like hundreds and hundreds of green circles everywhere? Possibly. They, 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 they're going to put the, to the top, um, to the, the ones that you'll see just by default, to like the... The developers' favorite ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, that like, you, you can you can go into the options and filter them, like through okay. like. Because I would hate like, to have just like, hey, here's a level, here's a level, here's a level, here's a level. If you didn't mess with it and you you just kind of let it kind of happen in the background, you would get good ones by default. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, that's cool. You can just kind of see what people are up to anyway, or see what your friends have made. So. And you can filter it by type, so you can go. I just want to see shooting missions, or uh, I yeah. just want to see platforming missions. I know there's some like really creative things, like you know, like shooting galleries and things that people haven't really like. They've kind of thought outside the box, you know. Like they're they're, they're not. It's not just a third person action game. They've they've done some platforming stuff, and you know, whatever. Who'd so, have thought? It... Who'd have thought? Play create would come to Infamous Two. Who'd have thought no. it? I think I think it's great. I think you know, it's one of PlayStation's calling cards. You know, like the, to to kind of share out the workforce. You know, um, I, I think it's great, and I, I, I'll see it again. I'll see it in Uncharted Three or something. You know, I, I, I really want them to keep doing it. What about what about? Yeah, I was going to say though, but what about something like Fallout New Vegas? Can you imagine in that if you could make your own missions yeah. to play? Yeah, yeah, cool. That, How that, cool that, would that, that be? That, they should kind of work on a game where it's just like Fallout, but there's no missions and people just make their own missions, like Little Big Planet or something. You know, they just—it's just, they're, it's just yeah. a blank canvas and just go go nuts. You know, like we'll do a beta, so there's there's stuff on launch. And oh, then... yeah. do you know it's interesting because I mean we talk I mean we've talked a lot about you know Little Big Planet Two and you know uh, Mod Nation races and all these stuff where you can create your own tracks and and obviously there's always been map creators and stuff like you know uh, Crisis Two. And things like that. There was map creators in that, but this this would definitely take it to another level, wouldn't it? You know, yeah. this sort of community created. It'd be almost like you could have a community created game, like you said, the blank canvas, and the community creates what happens in there. To be fair, there have been some PC games that have taken this yeah. route. I think, I think Minecraft with varying been. levels of success. Yeah, yeah, Minecraft does it to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. I, I, you know, I just I just think that. This kind of idea is is what Sony have been have kind of focused on, but they haven't done it enough. I think they should push it more and more and more. Uh, and you know, people say, "Oh, but I don't want to make a game. I don't want to do that." Fine, don't have to. If if look, two million people buy the game, right, and ten thousand of those only make a, only make levels, then that's ten thousand levels. You know? Yeah, I agree. I would love, I would love to see this in now. In granted, nine thousand five hundred are going to be shit. Through. And then five of those are going to be still five hundred good levels. Yeah, so yeah, fine. There you go. go no, all, I, I, all, I, I all think for it, I am. Go mad, man. 
do do yeah. a do an RPG. I think we'll that's all agreed. We like this. Yeah, I think it need, we need more of it as well. I think it's gonna. I think it definitely is. You know, if you want to innovate and do something different, I think that's definitely a good direction to go in. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, time for the Surface Lizard. Surface Lizard. Oh, thankfully, we don't have that horrible sound clip anymore. That was nice. No no stupid noise. Anyway, uh, so, no, don't even pretend to do it. That's oh. even worse. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's play that. Come back, talk about it. Yeah, see what we think about what he said. All right, here's Surface okay. Lizard. You ready? Here we go. Yeah, go. Oh, I'm sorry, that's the wrong one. Here we go. You ready? I could tell by the tone of your voice that. Yeah, you do you know what? You, you've never done that before. You had yeah. us then. I know it's hilarious. Never done it before. All right, here we go. Grief and misery, aims and woes, debts and taxes, and so it goes. Life gets tasteless, don't it? Hello, darlings. Surface lizard here once again. Caffeinated and kittenish. This week. I've been on holiday. Not one of those terrible, expensive, leave-the-house-type holidays. I've been to Antelor in Two Worlds 2. Where do you think you're going, scum? I apologize. Is there some kind of problem here? Atmandor is closed to outsiders. Executive orders from Commander Valerian himself. I don't have time for this. I don't so much care what your schedule looks like. Look. The commander is the only person with the authority to grant you access, so I suggest you speak with him. Where can I find him? Just southwest of here, the inn, in, at the inn, in, in Chesnadar. He's working on an important murder case. Murder? Look at you, you little nosy bastard. Yeah, murder. It's when someone gets killed. Yesterday was the third. Now get out of my sight before I arrest you for disturbing the peace. No. Apologies to my American friends. I appreciate that Two Worlds 2 has been out on your shore for around a month now. In the UK, things were a bit different. In fact, I'd go as far as to say that the UK release of Two Worlds 2 was something of a debacle. It was released in Germany at the end of last year, uh, other parts of Europe. Then it permeated into the US in February 2011. And then for some reason the UK release kept getting held back from the end of last year to this year, to February, to the beginning of March, to the middle of March. Then it became an Amazon UK exclusive, at which point I cancelled my pre-order and went to eBay and got a UK copy anyway. So quite what the hell is going on with the UK release, I don't know. People are waving their money at you. Do you not want to sell them your game, you stupid cockspurs? Anyway, I digress in my rage. I apologise. It's fair to say, if you read his blog post, that Duke was not a big fan of Two Worlds 2. Now, Duke and I have a measure of mutual respect. Well, I respect Duke and he thinks I'm a pretentious twat, but that's by the by. I read his first impressions piece and, having put around 10 hours into Two Worlds 2 and now able to give my own first impressions piece, I hate to say it, but... I get the impression that Duke has ignored the fact that this is a world and become fixated by the small quirks in the game. Which is fair to say, Two Worlds 2 has more than its fair share of quirks. But that being said, what I would say first and foremost is that Two Worlds 2 is a brilliant game with problems and not a flawed game with moments of brilliance. 
there is a difference between those two elements. Now, did any of you actually play Two Worlds? I bought the game myself for the 360, and I took it back to the same shop on the same day, and as the chap in the shop was accommodating, got a full credit trade. Because, let's be honest, the first Two Worlds was a rushed out, shoddy abomination up there with William Hague's decision to send in the SAS to Libya. Now, when I first saw that Two Worlds 2 was announced, probably in the early part of 2010, I could already smell the festering flesh, and I closed my eyes for a second and already prognosticated forward to those marvellous 2 out of 10 Metacritic reviews. However, the game manages to surpass both itself, the prejudice, and the shadow of its awful forebear. Now, there is a plot to the game, the plot is little more than garnish, oh Mario, please save our princess. Kidnapped sister, evil Sauron-like overlord, magical fantasy world, help me Obi-Wan, you're my only hope, etc, etc. I think you know the drill by now, but that's not the point. The plot in Two Worlds 2 is simply a flimsy pretext to draw you into the world and its characters and the real sense of scale and splendour that has been used to represent Antelor this time round. One thing that merits mentioning, for no apparent reason save my own perversion, is the fact that Two Worlds 2 should probably just have been called Tits, and had done with it. Every primary female you meet in the game, from the Prophet to Darfar the Orc, to your own sister, seems to have their breasts barely contained, served to you on a silver platter. I personally wrote a strongly worded email to developers Reality Pump declaiming this terrible objectification of women, and then I had a whack over the tits, obviously. Now it's fair to say that in many ways Two Worlds 2 could technically be considered Two Worlds 1.5. It's not an evolution on the first game, it's more of a reimagining with the plot that loosely connects to the first one and a huge slew of improvements, as well as some real annoyances at the most basic playtesting would have ironed out. So where do you start? First and foremost, Duke was right. In many ways, the combat is muddy. Now, I started off and I tried the archery, and I don't agree with Duke that the archery is muddy. The aiming is slightly off, but it's a lot more responsive than the melee, and the melee only really suffers because of a complete lack of a decent lock-on system. So you spend your time blocking, darting, skirting, pirouetting, when you get a feel for it, you can compensate for some of these irresponsive glitches, but it does feel a tiny bit amateurish. One thing that's incredibly good to know is they've actually changed the scripting from the first game. Anyone who played the first two worlds will be aware that they decided to take the gay Jacobean world of medieval speak, hey nonny verily get thee hence sire, and have actually changed it into proper English. Which is not to say they've actually got any decent voice acting. The main hero's voice is suitably gravelly and taciturn, but he also sounds quite monotone and unemotional. A bit like me, so I quite like him. Some of the voice acting is tolerable, and some of it is get in the tea boy, and it all sounds a bit Chris Eubank. Are you saying now that you are a Tyson supporter? I have always been. He said the on national television. He didn't rape the woman, um, this Desiree Washington, and uh, I've That's always... your opinion? No, that's what he said. That's what he said, that, not me. He asked me to look at the evidence, which stated that she actually agreed to oral sex. Chris, 
which means he must have been guilty. No, 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 that's not that's not the that's not an opinion. This is this is evidence. I'm sorry. Go ahead. We dissociate Sky and Sky Box Office from your comments. That is a personal opinion. It's fair to say that Two Worlds Two is a colossal undertaking. And if you lay down your 30, 35 pounds, you will get more than your money's worth. In fact, I'm willing to say that Two Worlds 2 is going to be a bigger game, maybe even a more detailed game in some ways than Dragon Age 2, which is arguably a more precise and detailed experience in its own way. A lot of the quests organically merge into other quests and you find yourself chasing off sidelines and exploring and suddenly five hours have gone by and you've explored and you've done so much and yet in terms of the main game you've actually done nothing whatsoever, which is a real compliment. Most RPGs don't concern themselves too much with crafting. You find items, maybe you can make a rune, but with Two Worlds 2 the entire system could be a game unto itself and in fact the whole crafting thing is broken down into multiple facets. Metallurgy, fusion, alchemy, archery, weapon forging, steel casting, etc. To be honest with you, you could wander around Antelure and get raw materials and recycling from animals, monsters, what have you. You need never even go to a shop. And Two Worlds 2 has its fair share of shops and merchants. They're fairly generic and they stand around and they go through their tedious repeated phrases. And to be brutally honest, None of the merchants in Two Worlds 2 are as interesting or as cool as the Cockney merchant from Resident Evil 4. Welcome! Ah, I'll buy it at a high price. Got a selection of good things on sale, stranger. Stranger, stranger. Now that's a weapon. Come back any time. The alchemy system, particularly, is worthy of note as it's based upon experimentation. When you pick up items from animals or plants or herbs, you have an indication of their loose properties, but it's only by brewing them and by experimenting with augments and reagents and things that improve and increase the length of your potions that you actually find what works. Then you save the recipe for future use. It's as detailed as you want it to be and I found it incredibly rewarding. Similarly, the magic system is absolutely phenomenal. In fact, it's probably the best magic system in an RPG since playing Legend way back on the Amiga. It works on a similar format to a collectible card game, where you have a number of base elements, and then you build in different cards to create different spells with different effects and different elements. So you could literally have thousands of unique spells with different effects if you chose to play as a mage and work that way through the game. It's almost overwhelming, this possibility. It depends if you really want to use the word epic when describing two worlds too. Having played things like Dragon Age Origins or Mass Effect 2, you have a greater place in the context and salvation of the world or the universe. And from what I've seen so far, Two World 2 veers slightly away from that. There is no morality system and there is no index decision system based on what you've chosen to do in the past. So in that degree, there's less reward in terms of the psychology or evolution of your character. But in my opinion, there's more than enough in the world to compensate for this oversight. Two Worlds 2 is also quite literally two games in one. As well as the single player main campaign, you can also venture online and play a whole other five or six chapter unique campaign which involves you creating a unique character, man, woman, elf, dwarf, etc. and then going off on your own series of quests cooperatively with your newly created character. 
Of course, having no friends, I've not been able to try this, so if anyone actually has the PS3 version of Two Worlds 2 and wants to spend some time with a self-indulgent whining prick, add me up on the PS3, surface underscore lizard. I'll pay you. Very similarly to Deadly Premonition, Two Worlds 2 is something of an endearing, lovable wreck. It's an incredible game with a few marring points, and if you can get past the combat which is occasionally as cumbersome as a dead horse, some of the worst voice acting this side of House of the Dead 2, and an inventory system that really doesn't work well with a joypad, then you're in for an incredible experience with probably 50, 60, 70 hours of content for you. And if that doesn't sell the game to you, you can get killed by baboons throwing their feces at you. And when were you last killed in a game by a big pile of shit? Surface Lizard, signing out. Be seeing you. Game over, man! It's game over! The fuck are we gonna do now? Right, okay, so there you go, Surface okay, Lizard. Okay, I'm sorry, wait, sorry. Before we move on, yeah. Bill Hicks, did you have a p- an opinion about this game? Bill's quick capsule review. Piece of sh- Thank you. That's all it was, by the way. Don't get caught up in the phony hysteria surrounding this piece of sh- and what about the lead? Did you think maybe you're way off base? You've forgotten how to proceed correctly. Take a deep breath. Hey, it's a piece of shit. Exactly. That's all it ever was. Was a piece of shit. Can I just ask, right? Did you bleep out the shits or did Yes, you? I bleeped out right, those so words. Let's, let's it's get a family this, podcast. Right? So you're bleeping out the shits, right? And then Surface Lizard acts like the uncle in the corner. Who, who <laughs> That's fine. That lets you know who to trust. It's, but, but, right, listen, it's so funny, right, because I, I think of it like, you know, like, if you had an uncle who just swore all the time, right, but nobody acknowledges that he's swearing, you know, like, it's sort of, you just sort of accept that's how he well, is. Yeah, that's just, no, that's just crazy Uncle Bobby. That's that's how I feel about Surface yeah. Lizard, because he will, I mean, my wife was listening, I think it was last week, and he came out with something and she sort of, you know, like, did a double take. Because uh, quite often I'll listen while I'm cooking or whatever, you know, and doing like making some food or whatever. Making bacon? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Making bacon and, on the beach. Um, and oh, my wife yeah, was too. sort of in the kitchen doing something else while I was doing that. And then he said something and it was very crude and sort of like, and she was like, did I really just hear him say that? I'm like, yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I apologize to anyone because he seems to be getting a slightly worse each week as well. So his he's swearing has got to a new level this week. I oh, you, I thought you were talking about the games he's talking about. Well, you know, well rain and then this. Piece of sh- anyway, okay. To be fair, he did point out the stuff you didn't like as well, to be honest. No, he didn't. He talked about... Wait, what did he say? Oh, yeah, he mentioned that the game has some quirks. Yes, it does. If by quirks you mean turd smeared on its face. (laughs) If you went on a blind date with someone and they showed up at your house with turd smeared on their face, you wouldn't go, hey, your buddy says, hey, how was the date? And you go, ah, she has some quirks. No, you'd start with turd smeared on her face. That's oh, what you would say, wouldn't you? You know, oh, dude, you were doing so well this show. You weren't grumpy or anything. And look what's happened. Look what happened. I'm, I'm cranky. There's a difference. Look what went and happened. Have you watched that episode of the IT crowd where he has turds made on his face? <laughs> yeah. No. Does he really? Uh, yes. <laughs> no. Oh, my goodness. I'm psychic. Did he, did he try and turn it on and off again, though? <laughs> yes. After oh. you watch Big Train, Duke, oh. IT crowd, then Father Ted... No, I should watch Father Ted before the IT crowd. Well, it doesn't really matter. Oh, Father Ted. Classic. Very classic. Um, 
Well, courses for courses. If he likes it, more power to him. Chipper Cipher liked it. Quanrian likes it. If y'all like it, hey, go for it. I'm glad you like it. I made a note while listening to... I made a few notes, so I'm just going to read them out. Go, go for it. Uh, Surface Lizard. Duke is a very stubborn man. (laughs) If he doesn't like a game, he doesn't like it. That's right. And it takes only himself to realise that if he does like it. So it doesn't take somebody else to change his mind. Only himself can change his mind. So please, don't change his mind. Uh, because he won't. Uh, and then also, Chris Eubank! Yeah, what a legend! Oh, yeah, I thought that was very good. Uh, and then, wow, I think I should do some of the voiceover work for two words, too. I could probably do better. <laughs> and then, so what Chris, you're saying is, in terms of voice acting, it's a... But he said that. He did say all that stuff. But, but then, he, he said that Duke thinks that uh, Service is, is a pretentious twat. Now, so, I, don't, I don't think... No, Duke, I don't think so. I, no, I don't think Duke thinks that he's a twat. I don't even think he's pretentious. No, I really no, don't. No, kid, it's a joke. I'll it's just a joke. Down. I don't oh. know. Yeah, no, he isn't. No, he isn't. But in itself... Well, that... actually, he can be sometimes. That I'll joke is pretentious. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, crafting. Can't you... I can't think of anything more boring than elves and arrows and shit. Look, Being man. an elf, making Look, arrows and shit. Come listen. on. <laughs> now, listen, right. Fuck. My mate, right, my mate. No, this is true, right. Now, let your mate... Listen, my mate, Fang Chewy. Fang Chewy. There you go. Um, that's all he did in Oblivion. He no, loves that. He no, loves picking no. flowers, mixing them up, making yeah. stuff out of them. He yeah, you it. know what that was in Oblivion? The dumbest part of the game. He loves it. He loves all that Fine. stuff. Fine. Then they should make a game that's just that. So he that those who are looking is, for an exciting this, adventure this don't have to... Right? What? It, it's not good. He oh, played, that's because you didn't get into the crafting. He was playing Red Dead Redemption, and all he did was collect flowers and stuff, you know, and shoot all the different birds. I don't think he actually likes video games. I just he think does. he likes wandering around picking flowers. He, he loves all that. Seriously, that is his favorite. He loved... Uh, I, I'm sure single life is very good to him, right? But I, I'm just saying <laughs> that... I'm only joking. It's a joke. We joke on the podcast, right? <laughs> Elves, arrows, and shit... Is boring, but being an elf making arrows and shit is depressing. <laughs> Come on, surface lizard, it's depressing. What the hell? What the Why shit? Why not really craft things? I mean, you could actually make things if you learn how to really make things. Yeah, but I can't go actually kill a dragon. That's not an option for me. I'm not going to actually fight in a war. You know what I mean? That's why these virtual games are fun. You could actually make things. That's this is why surface lizard logs two worlds too. Because it's unpopular, weird, and shit. <laughs> it's not, though. I don't think it is unpopular, though, is it? There's quite a few people like it, to be fair. Oh, yeah. What? I'll walk into game and go, Oh, who's playing Two Worlds 2 today? Oh, no, no, I do recall last week. It would week, help. It would help. Uh, I think we established that Metacritic is the reigning authority in what is and is not a good game, right? <laughs> is that not right? Am I remembering that wrong? Possibly. Because, see, I don't remember it being um, like possibly. Metacritic. Um, yeah. Maybe. And I think that when I said I liked a game and then I had a mediocre Metacritic score, you started going, ah, you suck. 66. 66. Yeah, that's nearly Not 7 out of 10. That's nearly a 7. That's nearly that's a 7. Saying, that's nearly 10. That's nearly 10. That's nearly 10. Nearly if a you seven. look at like 1 to 100. <laughs> so if you're an accountant, you'd round it up. It'd be rounded up to a 7. He'd round it up to a 7. Uh, yeah, and, and that would set a 6 would round up to a 10. There you go. It's not allowed. Ter- that's better than. I'm that. not saying it's terrible, but I'm saying there's a bunch it's of just terrible. Not your cup of tea, right? Let's move on. Well, you weren't saying I... that shit about Simpson skateboarding. Yeah, but that got thirty. I was. 
That was 38. There's a difference. That was half. No, you weren't. You were saying it sucks, Jenny. Yeah, but that was half oh, yeah. of the score, though. It was 38. Whatever. I know, and I was saying, Everybody though, but there are some scores for two worlds, too, that's like Here, four. Hold on. Can we just look at what we're doing? Can yeah. we just stop Let's move our lives? Move we're trying to defend Simpson skateboarding. That's yeah, what the hell is happening? No, yeah. I'm calling for a unified uh, uh, standard here, not a game. double standard. That's it's all same, I'm asking. It's exactly the same because you, you're saying you're saying right. You like a game that most people think is a piece of shit. Yeah. So what's the difference? Because you've got a third of a game, right? And well, look, either either you're... you can't stick up for Two Worlds Two, or I can't stick up for Simpsons skateboarding. One or the other. But you did. I can't. I know. Stuff. I can't. I really, I really hope that the, the developer of the Simpsons skateboarding game is listening to. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that somebody <laughs> likes it? He's like holding the razor blade to his wrist. Yeah. Wait, God. wait, oh. wait! There is a point. Yeah. Look, I can't. I cannot defend Two World Two because I haven't played it. I can't defend the game I haven't played. So now you can't defend games you haven't played. But you are happy to talk about Simpsons skateboarding. No, because does not stop you from defending Journey though? Genie, Genie, Genie said said that Simpsons skateboarding was it. So I believe him. And I said Two World Two is shit. You don't believe me? Look, I trusted you, Duke. But <laughs> I don't, you don't throw my words back at me. <laughs> Trust it. Anyway, <laughs> does anybody have anything else to say about Surface Lizard? Trusted you! Trusted you! <laughs> uh, anyway, okay, let's move on. Egg we'll time. Let's do some Egg Timer topics to get over that. Just uh, a few. We're doing Egg Timer talk. Oh, I thought the show was running long. Oh, not really. Well, we're up to about two hours. We've got time. We've got it's time. a couple of hours between yeah. friends. Well, what does it matter? Let's uh, do, I got some papers to grade, but oh, whatever. Well, first things first. <laughs> Egg, 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 egg time. Duke, did you really? like the Duke? Did you like really? the uh, the start of the overseas connection this week? Or I did. It? I thought that was great. You know, when we were talking about me and Rich was doing the, well, I got it from a book. What kind yeah. of book? <laughs> it's a normal book. <laughs> I think he said the name of the book wrong, but whatever. How to get it done? How to get it done? Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll do three. We'll do three. Okay. I know you guys have highlighted. Stop. I pressed it twice. I know you guys have highlighted a couple. Uh, so, okay, here goes the really? first one. Yeah, there's a couple highlighted that I haven't had, unless it's due. What, last week? No, oh, no. I, highlighted one. I, I deleted week. the ones that had been highlighted from last week. So these are from them. Anyway. Okay, first one. Here we go. Came from School Duguro. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, terrible, that man. Falling asleep. That's no excuse for that. Oh, God. Awful. Awful. Anyway. He was, he was in bed, though. <laughs> was he? And it was half past two in the morning. <laughs> yeah, no. But but both of them though as well. Richard Webster, yeah, you you two are both terrible falling asleep. That's not good. Okay, here we go. I'll stay up there. You What's did that? well done. Well done. Okay. Here we go. In yeah, light sleeps till just, noon. Just, True. In light of your constant exposure to games, uh, do you feel you can suffer from burnout or gaming elitism? So there you go. So yes. start the timer. Here we go. Jute, what do you think? Yes, I, 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 I admit that I'm a gaming elitist in the same way I'm a literature elitist and a movie elitist and a music elitist. I don't like subpar or sub-excellent games because my time is valuable and I don't have time for sloppy games. Now, I'm willing to admit that what's good for me isn't good for everybody, but I'm not going to say happy things about a game if it's not a good game. I'm going to call it like I see it, and if it's a piece of shit, then I'm going to call it a piece of shit. 
There you go. go. I don't suffer from burnout, though. No. Unless I'm playing burnout. Oh, snap. There you go. Uh, Chini, what do you think? I'm the opposite to, to Duke. I will kind of play a game to its end because I'm weird. But I do sometimes burn out on games. Like, I just kind of go, I can't be bothered with games for a couple of weeks until I miss them. So, yeah. Um, but now, the, the only thing I don't like about exposure to games is like you, you kind of, sometimes you'll know something about a game that would be cool not to know if you played it for the first time. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, interestingly, I'm I'm the same as you. I don't agree with Duke. I don't, I, I'll sort of try and look for the good in any game I play. You know, I don't sort of, you know, and if I find something good about it, then I'll keep playing it. You know, it's, for me, I would have to be really, really annoyed with a game not to play it, you know, or try not to play it till its end. Mm. Um, interestingly, though, this year I've been a bit naughty this year. I haven't... Oh, I haven't finished as many games as I'd have liked, really. I mean... It's only March, mate. Don't worry about it. I know, but I still had, like, for instance, you know... I'm I, I, know, I haven't I, done all my life goals this year. But I traded in Halo Reach. I didn't finish that. I traded that in. I've oh, traded, really? You uh, didn't finish it? I oh. didn't get it finished. I traded in Dead Rising 2. I didn't finish that off. Oh, that's... Oh, you are doing shit. Yeah. Man, they best renamed their shit to... Galo. And then I've sort of got quite a way into, into Dead Space 2, but I'm finding it hard to get back into it. You know when you're like, oh, I'll play someone else, play Torchlight instead, or... Well, you don't want to go into the dark, young... creepy spaceship with the alien zombies jumping out at you? I know, or I'll play... That you can only card. barely kill? But when I played the original Dead Space, I played that till its conclusion without any issues. I started playing it and I finished it. Now, oh, whether, because it was so new and fresh. Well, I was going to say, whether this is a, the, because it's a sequel and I, I know what to expect to a certain extent. Yeah. Maybe that's... I don't know. I, I don't know. But I'm not as compelled to play it as something new and shiny. And I guess that's one of my issues. Uh, so I have a little bit of a burnout, I think, on sequels, if I'm honest. You know, I'm playing something that's similar to something I've played before. And Fallout New Vegas, I've played for about three hours total. You know, and that's yeah. really bad. That is really, really bad. Although I didn't, I obviously didn't trade that in. I kept hold of that one. Uh, but yeah, I'm a bit burnt out on sequels. I, 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 For me, and I don't know what it is, I always seem to need something new and different. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. There you go. Okay. There you go. Uh, quick one off Bongo the Sane. This is very quick. Uh, how do you like your eggs? I don't think you could even put the timer on for three minutes for this. Yeah, I can. How do you like your eggs? How do you like? Well, them? on Sunday, I like them soft-boiled. Yeah, yeah. And on Monday, damn all the eggs that ever was. Now you see, I don't like eggs. I don't. Really? No. Why uh, not? Because when I was about nine years old, ten years old, I had a runny fried egg, right? And then I spewed my guts up in the sink in the bathroom. Oh my goodness. And then it's like uh it's like that album. It's like song. an aversion thing, and I cannot face eggs anymore. Since then, uh, I can't. I can't face them in case. I'm the same. Again. I'm the same with women, yeah. mate. <laughs> Wait, women made you spew up. Oh yeah, here we go. Yo, motherfucker, what the fuck you looking at? Yo, get out my motherfucking face! Right this is from Black Sheep. Yo, man, trick this. I was down on Ab, man. This didn't look at me wrong, so I pulled up my fucking nine and I smoked his ass. There's eggs in here coming up. Hang on. Shot in the 
Well, let me get this straight, right? <laughs> let me just, just, oh my God, just a minute, right? So you, you're editing out the shit. Right? <laughs> well, in I didn't the, know I was going to be playing that. In the comedy skit, right? It just been beep, 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 <laughs> and, then you, and then you just played the sweariest bit of rapping I think I've ever heard in my life about it's so, oh, it's intentionally over the top. Oh my God, almighty. <laughs> Chinny, um, uh, you also don't like eggs? Do you like eggs, Chinny? <laughs> Uh, I like them uh, when they're mixed with uh, milk and flour and, oh and baking soda to make pancakes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, I like my eggs hard-boiled and then mixed with mayonnaise, so it's I'll egg eat, salad. That's some I'll tasty I'll stuff right there. In- as long as you chop it up enough. Yeah, I'll eat eggs in cakes and things, yeah, but not just okay. eggs. Yeah, you know, egg salad that. is really ridiculous, though, because what's mayonnaise? Eggs plus oil. So egg salad is eggs plus eggs plus That's oil. Oil. Lovely. Ridiculous. Now, there you go. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, oh, that's so funny. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Example is good. Oh man, if yep. any of y'all ever come to the United States and you go to the southern U.S., go to Waffle House and get their cheese eggs, best eggs ever. Yeah, I'll, I'll, scrambled eggs. I love scrambled eggs. Oh man, yeah. Waffle yeah. House cheese eggs. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. I'm okay. Not- is it not three minutes yet? We can't. No, talk. it's not three minutes. Let me talk about Waffle House some more. No. The reason I love Waffle House is. This conversation can't be oh, oh That was funny. Oh, okay, final one. Final one for tonight. This is it. So we're only doing three. This is a final one. Okay. Uh, okay, this one's from uh, John Mao Fives, a uh, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Okay, here we go. A more friend. Single most favorite song from a game. Single most favorite song from a game. I don't know. Again, I don't know how this is going to last three minutes, but here we go. Chini. Uh, the GTA song on GTA 1. Alright, what is it? How does that go? What is he? Let's go for a joyride! I know, right? While you're talking, Duke should try and find the songs we're talking about on YouTube and play them. That's a good idea. I'll use it three minutes, so... Yeah, it's, it's GTA a song, 1 song. It's, it's kind of like the song made for the game, about the game, but it's in the game as well, and it's like in one of the cars, because the, car, the radio channels used to be associated with the car, so if you went into a... I have no idea if this is it or not. That's it! <laughs> So that's that's your favourite. I like it. Yeah. That's off the top of my head, but yeah, I like that song. Is that is that like off the top of your head? That well, yeah, that's your favourite single most favourite song. Okay, Ever. Duke. No. Duke, what is yours? Oh, mine's simple. Magic. But, uh, I was gonna say, it, like, makes me weepy every time I hear it. It's... I was gonna say, like, if a dead one's gonna all Jose Gonzalez far away, but yeah, yeah. Um, too obvious. I thought I'd go for something that. People... Well, my, I'm, I've gone for a very obvious one. I think there's only one really. There's got to be one, aren't there? Still alive. Still alive from Portal. I'm making a note here. Huge success. All right. So if you had to choose one that's more obscure, Stu, then if we can extend it. I'm trying to think of what I would choose uh, as mine. So more obscure, less obvious song. Uh, uh, oh, 
I know, I've got one that Chidi absolutely hates, but I thought was so cool. And I probably don't have it. Go ahead. Uh, fly me to the moon off Bayonetta, and oh, Chidi Jesus hated Christ. it, and I really liked it. Man, uh, talk about trying in the license. Jesus I liked it. I loved it. I, I liked the, 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 the Frank Sinatra version of it, yeah. but not the... Oh, fuck, you know, you know, did at least a singing bit. You know what you used to no. You know oh, what you used to talk about, Stu? The... No, shut up. Right, you know what you used to talk about? <laughs> with the um, throwing up with the eating the eggs? Yeah. After playing Bayonetta, I had this massive headache. Huge headache. <laughs> right, because I was convinced because I've been playing Bayonetta so much. Right. And, yeah, that song now gives me a headache. I've right? got another one. I have got another quick one. Oh, I had another cool one. Go ahead, real quick. Um, the... The clubs like the cabaret song from Deadly Premonition. If you put Deadly Premonition song in, you'll probably find it. Uh, it was like I just found the uh, I just I just found the the unicorn in Red Dead Redemption. Uh, is this it? Yeah. Deadly Premonition. Uh, it sounds no, no, like boring piano music. No, 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 no. I got my other obscure one here. No, no, no. That's, that's just no, no, no. Other... This is the obscure one for me. Okay. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Techno Kitten Adventure. Yes! Techno Kitten! Yay! Yay! Oh, my God. <laughs> no, on, just play the singing bass. Play the singing bass. Come on, bitch! Come on! We're done. Anyway, moving on. Hey, anyway, moving on. We have got another e- one email, and then we need to do shout-outs. Get out. Yes. Uh, so let me just, uh, he said, find that, he says. Just bear with me one second. Meanwhile, here's some music. I know, yeah. Did I, uh... Did I pick an obscure one? No, but we haven't. Yeah, your GTA song was obscure. You have to pick a mainstream one now. Oh, obscure. Oh, okay. um, Soviet Connection, but in GTA 4, bang. There you go, another GTA, but we've had one from GTA. No, yeah. but I, I already pulled it up. That's go. it. That's okay, <laughs> here we go. That would fit perfectly in the GTA form. Okay. Hey, Roman, I've come here to this country to try to make a name for myself. What is that shit actually, you're listening to? Actually, I'll tell you what, right? Because the person who sent us this email is going to get a mention anyway. And I think yeah. I think we need to talk about this a little bit, so I'm going to save it till next week because there's a bit of discussion. Oh, there's man. There's a little bit of discussion. So I'm going to save it. And it's from Dr. Claw, so don't worry, we haven't forgotten it, but we are running long, so Dr. We'll talk, Claw. we'll talk about this next. But you're going to get a mention anyway, so don't get upset. Don't get upset, so you're going to get a mention anyway. Um, so let's, let's do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. Hell out of here. Uh, so, Chini, coming to you, shout-outs. Um. Yes, I did have some. Hang on, I've written them down. Have you written them down? Wow, yeah, that's impressive. Uh, yes. Oh, no. Yep. <laughs> right, yeah. John Mayo 5. What for? What was it for? Um. Yes, John Mayo 5 because it, he went to an Alpen Day at uh, Wolverhampton University and so did his brother for his girlfriend. Don't, his don't tell me. Let me just get, see if I can guess what it is. Okay. Yes. Did he? Uh... You already and know the answer. You, <laughs> did he you... watch a film and see you in it? <laughs> pretending that you don't know. You no. Know. I don't know. Because you are a bad actor. Right. <laughs> uh, yes. He saw a video and he went, 
that's Chitty in that video. Not only was it Chitty in the video, but it was also Chitty who made the video. And oh, I did yeah. was not ask permission for them to show it on the open day, but, you know, whatever. <gasps> Do you not get some royalties or something? <laughs> yeah, really, where's the cash? Yeah, where's the money? Yeah, I'll get money. <laughs> the bank for that. So cash I'll have a rules with, everything uh, around. Show us. me the money. So I'll, um, <laughs> I'll have a word with Hazel. That's right. I'm naming you by your name. Yeah, Hazel. Oh, I'm shaking you. Sure Hazel. Oh, it's listens. on. No, no, no. It's not on. Who? it's on. All right. Uh, yeah, so Wilson's changed his gamma tag for some reason. I don't know why. But, uh, yeah. So shout out to them too for noticing me in the video. But I made that video, and that video is what got me the attention to make this documentary for in Italy, what I'll be doing soon. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it from me. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, Jukey. Juke, Juke, Jukey, Juke. All right, first of all, I'm going to give a shout-out to Dr. Claw because he got dissed on his email, but I'll play this for him. See, he's going to get mentioned more than once then in that. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, shout-out to Adam and Adam because the Adam's Movie Podcast, they did an interesting uh, – show this time around i can't say this month or this week because who knows how often they put it out uh but they talked about their favorite soundtracks where you put together different songs to make up a soundtrack rather than scores uh and they introduced me to a band called explosions in the sky and they're really awesome and i love them and so thanks to them for uh letting me know about that group uh chipper cypher has been playing dragon age 2 and he's been giving me a lot of feedback i said review it in three words and he said it's freaking awesome so he's really liking it Mm-hmm. Um, Rob Finch and his sister Finchy have been, uh, we've been playing a lot of Black Ops together, and that's been a lot of fun, so Raw cheers Finch. to them. Rob Finch right. lives scarily close to me, and I, I need to meet that man, because well, he's probably... next door. Pretty much, I reckon. Like, I, he lives in Wolverhampton, and I live in Wolverhampton, so I need to meet that yeah. man. So if he's listening, Rob Finch, let's, let's meet up, let's have a drink. And John Mile 5, he, he doesn't live too far He's from me, Birmingham, he? yeah, he's Birmingham. Yeah, but he's not so far, is he, really? It's only right. a stone's throw, isn't it? It's just a train ride, isn't it? I guess. And Raw Finch also introduced me to this. DVD. Dovde player. DVD player. Dovde. What do you mean, Dovde? What do you mean, what do I mean, Dovde? <laughs> there you go. Um, Heathen is a new member on the side. He showed up for the uh, Left 4 Dead play day. Yay! Bill's here! And uh, also John Mal 5 showed up, and Soup Dragon Dan showed up, and Chinny showed up. It was awesome. So cheers to all y'all. And, uh, yeah, he's also – Heathen is just now dipping his toes into Borderlands. So he's uh, obviously yeah. Um, yeah. enraptured uh, with that game because it's so freaking sweet. He left uh, the uh, Left 4 Dead playlight for, to play that. But, oh, yeah? Um, yeah. Soup, you have soup, to admit it's a strong lure. Soup Dragon Dan let the team down because me and John had it, and we was going to play with him. All right, but then Soup Dragon says, oh, I haven't got it. And I was like, oh, Soup Dragon. He thinks he's hot stuff just because he won that thing. Yeah. Look at me, I'm dancing, I'm dancing. He's changed changed ever since he's he's won that, you know, Soup Dragon. He's never been the same. No, he's not, no. Well, I haven't got around to that yet. That's, oh, that's come, on, sort of... kick it out. come on, everybody. Check me out. I'm dancing. I'm dancing. That's for you, Heathen. Uh, yeah, and Hell Patrol no told me that Nier is a really good game. He really likes Nier. So I've heard nothing <laughs> bad things terrible. about it. But, but I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hey, curious. Bro. I'll hey, admit. Hey, hey, hey. I don't want to judge a game before I play it. That's what we do on the Veteran Gamers podcast. That's right. Okay. So, yeah, that's me done. Okay, uh, we have got two new iTunes reviews, and everybody else can do these. Cause oh, can I do another shout out? Sorry. Oh, come on. Greg, DeLacy, on. Has, uh, Greg DeLacy has just texted me saying, hold on, let me get it up. 
Right, he just texted me while we were doing the show, and he said, it's about last week's show, OMG, you two were out of control with all the Sheen quotes on the veteran gamers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was impressively funny. Even the yeah. title of the show, look, I even took inspiration from it. What was it? What was the title? Right now I'm addicted to winning. Shout out to Greg. So, so there you go. Uh, yeah, we have got two new iTunes reviews, and if you want to review us at iTunes, you're more than welcome, and we will read them out and say, etc., etc. Et so here we go. First one uh, from from Doctor Claw Mad. And now, interestingly, his iTunes name is Doctor Claw Mad. Doctor. I love that and he says this, it's shocking, it's shocking, five stars, he says, uh, UK gaming podcasts of wondrous delights, unbelievable gaming reviews, interesting sound effects, and high production values. Actually, it's just three blokes with sound effects that talk about everything, and on the other occasion, talk about games too. Uh, I, I like how the sound effects have become like the fourth person on the show. I know. If you like banter and having a chuckle, listen to this, listen to this. Uh, and then we've got one from Mark Hitchman uh, called Power to the Vets, five stars. He says, the first gaming podcast I listen to each week. Uh, informative topics, humorous banter, and general shenanigans from a great bunch of guys. Uh, definitely worth a listen. So there you go. Now, interestingly, can I just mention this? This is quite, I thought this was quite funny. Uh, Dr. Crow Mad has reviewed some other gaming podcasts as well. He's reviewed some other games. Such a nosy And they all say the no, same listen, thing. Listen, listen, this is no, a grinch. No, 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 he hasn't, no. I listened to this the first listen, day shush, of the week. Shush. This, shush. I think this applies to Duke, you see. This is why I'm mentioning it. Okay. He reviewed <laughs> Weekend Confirmed. Listen, Weekend Confirmed, and he gave it two stars and said, not great, right? Yeah? But guess the reason he said it wasn't great. Too many annoying sound effects. No. He said... I think they should play more of the games before giving their final verdict, Duke. <laughs> <laughs> so well, they, just a word of uh, a word of advice there. There you go. I thought I'd mention that. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> he didn't say, I think they should play more of the game before they get their first impressions, did he? No, I guess. All right, then. But let me ask All you. All right, oh, then. Just let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. Did you play any more of that game before you sent it back? Of course not. Well, then it was your final verdict, then, wasn't it? There you go. Well, end off. End off. Well, I never gave a final verdict. It was your final verdict. You I never gave it. a final verdict. No, but it had to be because... I you... wouldn't presume to give a final verdict. <laughs> but it had to be because you didn't play anymore. Anyway. Here's my final verdict. Piece of There you go. There you go. DVD player. Doofday. What do you mean, Doofday? And on that note, we really do... On that bombshell, I guess. I like Weekend Confirmed. What's his problem with Weekend I don't know. I don't, don't ask me. I just thought it was funny because he did, did the reason he didn't like it, you know. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I got one more thing before we go. If you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts. Similar in vain to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. What do you mean? What do I mean? Some talk about RPGs. Come on. Yeah. Some might say that. No, no one says that. Then, of course, you have links to, you know, great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out. VGHub.net it is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. You want a TV as well? Yeah. Uh, do you have plasma? <laughs> no, we have LCD. Oh, uh, yeah. Look at the tooth. <laughs>
<laughs> oh my god, you were adding extra sound bites in as you yeah. went along. On the fly, baby. Um, so yeah, so iTunes reviews, leave them, we'll read them. Uh, yeah, emails podcast at veterangamers.co.uk. That's podcast at veterangamers.co.uk if you want to send. Come by the site, register for the forums. Yeah, come to the site. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Veteran Gamers UK. I'm talking to the person right now who's been listening for months but yeah. has never yeah. made contact with us. Come on, yeah, let us know. On. That you're listening. Send us an email. And I'm talking to you. Yeah, and we have got listeners in France and places like that, but yet no one ever sends us an email from those places. Send us an email. And that's why. We can Google Translate (laughs) it, so send it in whatever language you like. So, but then if they're listening to the show, unless you've got some weird translator going on, they must understand English anyway. Hey, c'est magnifique qu'on parle la langue, n'est-ce pas? Oui. C'est magnifique. Just send us emails. We like emails. Oh, see, si, j'aime beaucoup. On arrête de Balzac. Veteronegamers.com. Anyway, we need to go. Bye. We're going. You, you got it going. Look, he's playing to a baby right now. Conclusion that I've come to, but that doesn't mean that I want to bum you. Duke, you got it going on. Wait, what is that? What did you say about No, that about it. Don't okay. put a big on. One of us was lucky to be a lady. If one of us was a lady, <laughs> I was your man. I was your man. Well, sometimes when it gets lonely, I need a woman. Then I matched you with some bosoms. And in fact, this one time when we were touring, now we're really lonely. He's put a right now. Oh. Yeah. What? I've got another shout out. We're going down. down we have go. uh, yeah. Super Dragon Dan, well done for the tweet debate. There you go. Yay! Bye! Because <laughs> I get more women than you, it doesn't mean I don't know you like I do. Show you witty, kind of shy. Some girl in must be for a witty shy. Time of topics, let's do it. Yeah, what do you think of controllers of this generation? Oh, I think they've evolved. Oh, what a nightmare. God, it's kind of abrupt, wouldn't it? Oh, give me the saxophone. Journey, the saxophone. Saxophone, what's saxophone? All right, I gotta go grade papers. I'm done with this crap. End the show. Wow.